What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. We in here. We back in here after the weekend. What y'all do for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, man. We back in here. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one. AKA Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Dadamas. Yes, in here. We got a lot of barbecue in here today. We got barbecue in here. I had barbecue all weekend. It's barbecue in there. And we ready to go. You know what I mean? Y'all ready for this? We ready for this. We ready for this. Anyway, man, today's show, we got a rapper. And I'm going to get the details. A rapper, he was called broke for not spending or willing to spend $250,000 on a wedding. Let's go ahead and give it up to black men. Black men, we got to change our language. We got to change our language around here. All right. All right, we got to change the way we do things, the way we roll, the way we operate. Today, y'all going to get some game in here, the real game to save y'all life. We also going to talk about Lizzo. Lizzo is back in the news again because she got up on her social media accounts and she shook all of that wagon, all of them, you know, oh, she jumped on there and showed all of it, man. She showed all of it. It was absolutely reprehensible. And she said she's tired of the body shaming. She's tired of the body shaming, right? If she had a nickel for every time somebody shamed her body, she would be rich. You know what I mean? She would say, I got money. But I said, oh, all right, yes, indeed. I said that. We're going to also talk about XQC's divorce. And the reason why that comes up is because he was pretty much um he's a big time Twitch streamer. And um the way he became known to me is that uh he he was the he was the simp going in on Andrew Tate, right? That's how I've become known of him. But uh he's known across the world and allegedly he was secretly married, but he's trying to act like he wasn't married. <laughs> but his wife, who is another streamer, or his girlfriend who was another streamer. She said, oh, we was married. She trying to be like this. She said, we was married. I'm She's like, uh-uh, we were married. And guess what? We got a restraining order. You're violating court order. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, she's an OnlyFans artist, too. Yeah, now he was out there. QFC was like, well, technically, we wasn't married. But, of course, the Internet has done some investigation, and they got QFC shuffling. <laughs> Yeah, they got his ass shuffling. So we're going to investigate that because a lot of men uh, try to use that. They try to shuffle around the marital law. Well, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have the whole damn wedding. I'm going to have the minister. I'm going to go through church. I'm going to go through Catholic confirmation, but I'm not going to get no marriage license. Mm. All right, <laughs> y'all be out there trying to shuffle, and then when the girl pull the plug on you, you be shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! <laughs> y'all be. <laughs> what the hell is his name? QXQC, whatever the hell his name is, we'll get to it. QFC, KFC. At this particular point, anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, we also got some other great topics. As a matter of fact, I'm going to change up the format of the show real quickly, real briefly. We're going to give you straggling Sniggle Theater right off the rip. You know what I mean? Right off the rip. We're going to take you to a bowling alley somewhere in the hood. Yes, indeed. Mm. Growing up in the hood. Yeah, boy, 1984 was the year my peers didn't know what was in store. Shout out to, to my man, Compton Most One at MC8. A man goes on a date, and he's arguing with his masculine-ass woman, and she knocked that ass out with a bowling ball. <laughs> oh, man, goodness, look. Let's head over to the tweeter world here. This is allegedly, this is, wait a minute. Did I do the straggling sniggle intro? I didn't even do the straggling. Let, let me put some respect on the great straggling sniggle theater. Let's go ahead and give it to you. All right, straggling sniggle theater, and then we'll get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Um, man, a man and his date argue at the bowling alley and the lady. Mm. What lady? What lady? That's like saying, ladies, let me just put this right here. Where are the ladies at? Are there ladies in the house today? I know there's some married women that watch me. They love to look at my chocolated skin. Ladies get permission from. Yeah, man, I don't know why y'all arguing with ladies. A lady should never be argued with, but there's not many ladies. And I know the ladies are like, well, I'm a lady. Well, However many gentlemen you see out in the world, that's how many ladies that are out in the world. So if ladies are saying, where are all the gentlemen? That's because there's no ladies. Mm. All right. But so it says right here, let's get back to this one. And it says right here, the lady used a bowling ball to eliminate them. Ninjas, y'all got to understand, especially when you're dealing with a female ninja, never argue with her. And as I look at her waistline, oh, the humanity. why don't y'all go to the junior college? I don't understand why y'all still be trying to buck me. Y'all be like, buck CGA, buck CGA. He got to go to the junior college. But look at this waistline. What is this, man? Y'all out here dating linebackers. And y'all got the nerve to be calling them linebackers when you ain't seen no waistline. You ain't seen nothing. All you seen is muffin top. And then you were like, well, I ain't paying. All right, man, let's get to this, man. This brother here, what is going on? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> I guess she thick, huh? I guess she thick. Let's continue. All right. I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. Oh, she put hands on his neck. Oh, oh. shit. Whoa. God damn. That nigga sleep. Hit that strike. Roll it. Roll the strike. Oh, and she didn't bowl it either. Oh, straggling sniggle theater. She bowled the strike too. Just gotta be straggling, snigger. Oh, he's bleeding. Wait a minute. How's he bleeding on the front? I guess that's the side he got hit on. I don't know. Is this a skit? <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, take a look at what we have here. Obviously, these people are. This is like the. This is a mastodon fight. Oh, the humanity. What is going on? Listen, listen. Let's go ahead and take a look. Yeah, this has got to be, this is, yeah, you know, because she, she obviously would be um, arrested for a hope, assault and battery. But listen, all right. So, you know, listen, look at going on here. Wow, man. 
she got it tucked all in her pants and whatnot. Well, as I've told you, gentlemen, there's only two options for you when you have a belly like this. You either let it out and let it do what we call dunlapped over your belt or you tuck it in. Which one are you? Which one are you? Are you a tuck your belly into the pants person or are you a let that belly lap over your belt? And I, I think the I think both of them are rather uncomfortable here. But uh, the FUPA prank go crazy. The FUPA prank go crazy. Parabola. Are you a tucker inner or a let it loose? Let it loose. Y'all a dunlapper? That belly dunlapped over your belt? Okay, let's stop playing around. Let's continue. You tucking in. Some people tuck it in. Some people let it loose. Now, just looking at this, the he has blood on the wrong side of his head. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, I, you know, when you hit the floor, the worst part of it being knocked out is when your head hits the floor. So perhaps he could have hit his head on the floor, you know, if he was unconscious and he could have blood on the side of his head. I don't know, man. I can't really tell, man. I don't know if that's his friends because he's on a date. And uh, the, the guys actually, you know, they let him get knocked out. They didn't put her in line and then check. They didn't hog tie her and handcuff her. And so they let it happen and told her to bowl a damn strike. That nigga sleep. Keep trying to help him. Roll it, Roll it too, man. Oh, my goodness. Look at this on the backside. Look at this, man. She built like a refrigerator. Knees all knocked together. Oh, my goodness. This is when I call people knock me, this is an example of knock me. Take a look at my mouse, if you will, here. I wish I need a tele, I need a teleprompter. I need a thing here. Take a look at this hip dynamic. This is a whole box. And people had a nerve to be saying the Kardashians stole their bodies from black women. Where? This is a whole damn block of government cheese. And then when you track it down from the hips, this woman has no hips. How in the world does she have no hips and she built like a refrigerator? Then you go in and take a look at this angle here. Take a look at this angle. Look at the tension being brought upon the kneecap. So watch that the kneecap, the protuberance of the kneecap dips to the inside, knocking against this knee. So as she takes a step, her internal rotation of her ankle and her foot, it in eternity rotates so much that she's walking on the inside of her foot, therefore developing this knock knee, this knock knee right here. And then it's touching. What in the, oh, man. Oh, the humanity. This is just absolutely, wow, my God. And y'all sitting here talking about y'all got game out here. Uh, and why, it looks like they have the blockers on. Man, y'all ninjas. Y'all go out there bowling with the blockers on. Y'all need to be, this is reprehensible behavior. We need a meeting. Hey, um, uh, the black community, the, the black leaders, the black leaders, can we have a meeting? This Can we have a meeting? Let's get together, brothers, and we need to have a meeting on how to conduct ourselves in public. Not only do we not go to swimming pool and, and go to pool parties and not get in the pool, we also don't do good events. We don't go good things, do good things because white people do it. We don't go skiing. You don't go water skiing. No nothing. No lake. No nothing. Not only that, we go bowling with the damn with, with the blockers on. Come on. We need to get together as a black delegation. And I know they frown upon my shenanigans from time to time, but this is reprehensible behavior. We need to be put, we need to put the, the, the you know, we need to get out of the blocks just a little bit. Yeah, they find this reprehensible, but it's all I can do. I'm trying to help. 
No skydiving, no nothing. Y'all travel all the third world countries. Y'all don't go get no culture, no nothing. Mm. Let's go to third world country. I'm like, you live in one. What the? Mm. Like, go somewhere where there's actually culture, science, museum, industry, where you can get, oh, wow, enlightened. Oh, boy, listen. <laughs> all right, anyway, we need to stop, dude. Yeah, with the bumpers, man. Y'all going to bumpers? Y'all going roller skating? That's like going roller skating with the little uh, V thing, the little wing thing, and being roller skating. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> All right, let me stop. All right, look, man, you know what it is. You know what? We warming up this morning. It is all Jermaine Fowles. It's always Jermaine Fowles. Y'all don't go camping. No camping in the woods. Y'all don't want to take no risk in life, but walking down the street trying to not get shot by the police, right? You like, nah, bears are out there. Bowl without the bumpers? No way. Skydiving? No, it's, it's hard enough to be a brother. <laughs> yeah. Hiking? Absolutely not. Credit score above 680? Nope. <laughs> Yo, we need some culture. We need some culture, man. Let's let's get some culture. You know what? 2023. 2023. Yeah, the mosquitoes out there, black community, man. All right, anyway, let's get in here. You ever heard of the REI store? Visit one. You'll be lost. You'll walk in there like this. Go to a REI store. There's none in the hood. Go to a REI store. You'll walk in like... <laughs> you like mountain biking hiking cook out in the woods absolutely not <laughs> all right brothers is like what's an rei store what is that all right it's tough enough to be in a hood you'll see a lot of flatbacks in rei no makeup no makeup Get you a North Face jacket and all that. All right, yeah, be at the Democratic Fish Fry. Look, we enough fooling around already to contribute to today's show. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Venmo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat in the Free Agent Lifestyle channel since they don't allow super chats over there. Yes, you know how it goes oh, right here. Yes. New, 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 new world order. All right, yes. Um, let's go over. Oh, also on the, what do we call it? The notorious CGA channel is where you can super chat. So if you want to hide your government name or you don't want your government name said on accident, go over to the notorious CGA channel and hit that like button and you can super chat. So with that being said, let's get on with the super chat. The earlier contributors today, today's show, Albert Wesker says for guys wondering where XXs get their crazy ways of thinking from. It is mostly from TV shows like this. He says, now XX is one thug pookie. That's a millionaire. They're looking for a millionaire simp. Uh, but a lot of millionaires can be simps. But can you qualify? Do you qualify? Albert Wesker says contributions for the NBA Jam Arcade Cabinet Fund. Shout out to you and that NBA Jam. I've been playing it all weekend. All right. Just got it in and to somewhat complete a missing section of my Game, it's not my gaming room. That's my collection room. And one day you'll get a tour. Matter of fact, there should be a channel popping up. You know how I do. <laughs> All right. Teddy KGB with the early, early co-sponsorship. He said, a Becky flaked on me, met a sister, and in three hours we were at dinner. She's an executive and recently divorced. She kept thanking me for getting her out. Has not had a man in a year. Took her to the crib. And that piece leave was tight. 
And she dropped that neck. All right. It's barbecue in there. Shout out to her. Yeah, there are some women out there you can find like that. I know people are like, no, nah, she lying. Don't don't believe her. She could be. But there are some women like that. Yeah, they got to clear them cobwebs off. She probably was in her mid-30s, though. She brought, she wasn't a young woman, but she was oh, in executives. 40s. Mm. 40s. But you'll find out. You'll find out later. You'll find out how she toxic she is. By the way, if you ever want to understand, guys, you're like, I'm going to give me a rich woman. All right. I always told you that's a fantasy and a myth to begin with. But if you ever want to imagine what getting a rich woman is like, I have a movie for you. And it's a movie. Go see the movie or rent it. For you young brothers, you might not have heard this movie. The movie is called A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Go and look at that movie, right? And it's an executive sister. She has it all. She has the dream house. She has the she has the house on Malibu on the beach with the pool in the backyard. Go see a thin line between love and hate. And if you think you're gonna go some get some rich black executive sister and you're gonna play on her, boy, you got a lesson coming to you, brothers, because them sisters crazy. She was, cra but she crazy. Yeah. You, what you think a black executive, uh, successful woman is, she got to be crazy. No, nah, it was not with Angela Bassett. It was for the other woman who I always can, I can never see her in any other woman, but I mean, I'm sorry. I can never see her in any other movie, but that movie, I can't see her in any other movie. Lynette Woodard or something. <laughs> no, that's the basketball player, whatever her name is. All right, uh, Lynn Whitfield. Lynette Woodard is a basketball player. Uh, Lynn Whitfield. Yeah, oh, Lynn Whitfield. They shouldn't remake that movie. They should remake that movie with Taraji P. Henson. Mm. Yeah, Hollywood, come calling here. I got the script. They should remake that movie with Kevin Hart and Taraji P. Henson. That would be the bomb-ass movie. That would be the bomb-ass movie. Or Regina King, she'd do great, too. Shout-out to A.E. Brock says for the feet jail fund. Shout-out to the ladies with the good feet. Okay, Classy Beats, happy money day. We back. I got money. All right. He says happy money day, coach. And the coach gang, Sterling, awoke. I woke, Clayton, coach. Your book was better than I expected. Got an audio book to listen to the daily, to daily. He says to keep my mind in my head straight whenever the matrix tries to pull me back fridge and lifestyle for life and look the matrix <laughs> the matrix is tough man they will bring your ass back that's why they call it the plantation mc hamster she drew symbols in my kitchen and burned incense in my garage i think she wicked but she think she thinking coach oh you guys don't fall in for the thick how do i get her to clean with the broom <laughs> all right Gadolf Gandalf the ghetto he says top of the morning coach and the coach gang I'm at the gym so don't have me sniggling in front of these pogs and these ninjas mm. <laughs> all right them pogs be around ninjas nothing better than the in the world for a pog than a ninja all right uh you think sisters be have getting piped down by pookies pogs they be getting <laughs> infected by pookies pogs wake up in the morning looking for pookies much arcs they wake up in the morning. If you ain't got no grill or no dread knocks, nothing. They wake up in the morning looking for pookie validation. And all of a sudden, y'all brothers, you know who you are. You know who you are. As soon as a Paul come up, you're like, oh, boy, more white to love. 
You go straight in there, boy. You go, yes, here we go. You go in there hogging. Oh, you know who you are, too. I don't even need to call y'all out. There's nothing more than you like than to make bacon. You be loving to make bacon with them. <laughs> anyway, and they hang around the gym, knock knees and all. All right, let me get into this. Sisters are irate right now. El Chino, shout out to Coach and the Coach Gang. I got up early, had a meeting with a new partnership for my side hustle. Now working my nine-to-five job. Get on your purpose, gentlemen. Get on your purpose, indeed. <laughs> he said with the wide body, indeed. Get on your purpose. Joshua Moon, the REI store. Coach, what is that? Yeah, what that means. What that means. REI store, what is that? If you guys like Kaylee's, REI store, definitely going to have Kaylee's there. I mean, they don't hire nothing but Kaylee's. There will be no baddies. There will be no baddies in the REI store. Look at the brothers. They're like, what would you say, Coach? My Latino brothers was like, I'm sorry, what? Plain Jane's? Plain Jane's everywhere in the REI store. You're going to be like, Plain Jane heaven. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you a secret, though, about those Plain Jane's that like to go hiking and camping. I'm going to tell y'all a big secret. Y'all want to know the secret? Press one if you want to know the secret about Plain Jane Becky's that work at REI stores. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you the secret without having to press one. <laughs> okay, let's see here. What that mean? Somebody said two. Here's the secret. They love, they love to drop neck while camping. They love to be in the nature in the woods. Yodelay hee-hoo. Yodel, 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 yodelay hee-hoo. They love to drop neck out there. They love to get back blown out in the tent. Like that's their euphoria. That's their euphoria. They also be having dogs, dirty mangy dogs. But yeah, they love to be out in the woods dropping neck. I'm telling y'all. It's barbecue in there. Y'all think white folks just be going camping. Y'all think they just be going out camping and we're going to go camping and then we're going to go to sleep and we're going to dodge Yogi the bear. No, when they get out there in nature. That's why they out there. Y'all got to understand, man. White folks be on some devious sexual stuff. They be on some devious stuff. Y'all think they just going out there. Y'all be like, you going camping? That sound where in Montana near to a late terrible grizzly bear going to tear that ass up. That's part of the challenge. That's part of the challenge. <laughs> like they want to be they want to be in nature getting with the grizzly bear like roar as he goes roar. The grizzly bear rises up roar. Guys, that's that's they're from the caves and hills. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Y'all don't know nothing, man. Y'all don't know. I got to teach y'all everything. So next time Kaylee's like, I'm going hiking by myself. You supposed to be like, oh, really? Oh, really? I know what you want me to do. Wants me to blow that back out. Yep. No shower. Just wake up, jump right in the lake, come back out right to the clapping. <laughs> Somebody says, what is the REI store again? Y'all going scrambling to REI. REI is going to be like, Coach Greg Adams brought me here, said there was some plain James around. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah, it heightens the senses. That's what they want to do, man. Y'all don't realize that. I, I realized that. I had to be taught. This girl was like, oh, I go hiking by myself, camping. You should come with me. And she was like a Swedish-looking girl. She was tall. She's like six foot one. She was like, come with me. I was like, man, I ain't going out there. You mean I'm going to go out there and put a tent down in the middle of nowhere, coyotes all, all on me? 
She's like, just come. Just come. As soon as I got out there, she dropped that neck. It's barbecue in there. I was like, oh, right on the air mattress. <laughs> right. Anyway. All right. Right on the air mattress. I was like, this is what you guys do out here. Boy, I can't tell black folks nothing. If I tell y'all, man, y'all be trying to do white folk stuff. You know, same thing as on the lake. They were like, we're going on a boat. We're going to go on the lake. You're like, man, that shit sound terrible. All out there getting roasted by the sun. What you going to do out there on the lake? What's there to do? Go out there on the lake with them. They be out there bucket naked on the boat. It's an excuse to get bucket ass naked and they end up looking, getting drunk and looking like a lobster. Okay. Giving up cheeks, clapping, clapping cheeks on the boat, pulling their titties out. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a, it's a whole mess. It's debauchery on steroids. But you think they just be sitting out there, sweet home, Alabama, just sitting there talking about nothing normie shit. Or just sitting out there like, yeah, no, nah. they be out there acting a plump fool. Let me show you white wolf on the lake. Let me show you what they do out there on the lake, man. They and in, they, they indoctrinate. They, this is like getting jumped into a gang when they on the lake. Hey guys, white wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one. Her name is something Cohen. A.M. Cohen. Guess what she was doing out there? It's barbecue in there. Dropping neck. That's what they do on boats. I'm thinking, I'm giving away white folks secrets. White folks like, shh. Man, that's why we won't let you live in the suburbs no more. Okay, this is why we don't let you people move into our community. <laughs> they're like, now you're telling all the people our good secrets. Now they're going to be at Bass Pro Shop buying boats. Out there paddling with no paddle, no engine, no nothing. Y'all niggas are going to be out there. Dunna. Dunna. Let me stop. All right, let me let me let me stop, man. I'm chill. White folks like stop. Damn. First the passport bros tell all our secrets. Now you. I thought we can trust you, CGA. <laughs> okay, let me stop. All right, let me stop. Dave Dave says Leonardo had the cheat code from the beginning, and he will always have the cheat code. Never think you're not doing it right. Leonardo DiCaprio got it covered. Shout out to Derek Second says, how do I live chat? How do I join the live chat? YouTube. Oh, 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 that was from yesterday. Uh, K says, K, we'll call you K. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. I didn't send y'all to Bass Pro Shop. I hope they run an ad. I didn't send y'all to REI. Brothers going to be walking in there with they did do rags and hat cock to the side. CGA sent me to Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You ain't going to see that many Kayleys in your life. Dudes coming in with tobacco chew. You know that the camouflage, the camouflage gear looking at y'all ninjas like they don't have Timberlands in here. There's no Timberlands in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pants sagging. Eating sunflower seeds, walking in there. Says there's some boats in here. <laughs> right here. I need uh I need yeah, there ain't no Jordans. There's no Jordans in, in the Bass Pro Shop. You can be like, y'all got some Jordans. Yeah, man. No. I ain't trying to get these dirty. All right, let's see here. Shout out to Dev for the Kaylee intro. Hope you had a good weekend. We had a good weekend, man. All right. <laughs> People are mad at me for sure. People are mad at me. All right. Monte is in here. Manosphere about to cook XQC. Yes, we are. He says they tried to warn him. They tried to warn him. They didn't. He didn't listen. Kevin says, just bought your book, coach. Free agent lifestyle for like it. 
for life. And shout out to you guys, man. Thank you for getting the book. You guys need to uh, get the book, Free Agent Lifestyle and The Evolution. The links are in the description box below. KT says, rolling the strike after the knockout is so disrespectful. I'm sure how many times they recorded that for her to get the strike with the bumpers on. DG Seymour says, rapper's girlfriend is insane and disrespectful, but he still married her. Dev says, hot air balloon was a cool experience. There he is. He's, he's branching out. Branching out. He's going to the hot air balloon. Shout out to you, Elijah Bryant. Hit me with the normie speak, coach. Yes, you know how it goes. Indeed, Juwan Pomera says, listening to Jim Rohn this weekend, and he said, pay up front. Mm, interesting. You know, that, that pay up front thing, that payment thing. I, I, I was asking, I was talking to some brothers I think it was our members live stream to yesterday. And if you miss our members only content, you know, you're getting the background scene of a lot of stuff. We share a lot of stuff that normally we don't share. Uh, but I always tell guys, you know, when it comes to people and human beings, we think interactions are free and they simply are not. We have to change our mindset. They're not not even a not even me talking to another person is free. There's an exchange going on and many times if you don't see value in a person you simply won't have the exchange or you will think the exchange is meaningless that is a cost there's a cost to everything and also um, most of the things that we want in our lives particularly when it comes to money when it comes to sports things women it all has a cost name the five things that you want in your life and i guarantee you there's a cost to it even if you said i want peace and quiet there's a cost to that as they say there's a price for freedom freedom isn't free Right. But a lot of times men don't invest in themselves and you go your whole life trying to not pay for shit. Uh, it's a very uh, as the hold on for a second. These people are going to be mad at you, mad at me here for a second. But I will say it's a very ninja way to live life. You're the type of person that goes to Tijuana and haggle with those poor people. <laughs> Y'all be haggling. Haggling, haggling, haggling. Write down. I want you to do this right now. Write down five things that you want. And if women are on the list, put it on the list. Now, put the cost. Put the cost of what that item is. <laughs> yeah. Put the cost of what that item is. Tell me anything on there for free. Tell me anything that you really, really want. Y'all want, y'all want women. Y'all really, really want women. Y'all want women to come back and just be out here just. Just giving y'all peace leave like crazy. And then y'all calling them 304s on the back end. I don't know. I don't understand this. But you want stuff. And then when you you really want it, you're trying to find a way to get it for nothing. Even there's a cost to death, somebody said. Even death costs. And I'm not saying you got to pay. You cannot pay, but good. You get what you pay for. And avoiding pain is dumb because you're going to pay at some point. Like it's coming. And most of the time, as you guys know, if you don't pay up front, the back end is even more expensive. I'm not talking about pay for play, mortgages, car payments, you name it, freedom, reparations, women. It doesn't matter. The more you avoid, the more the reality is, the more you pile up. And I'll give you an example Andrew Tate. I mean, listen, come on, man. I hope the brother and I wish him well. I heard he was hospitalized. They said it was nothing. But the more you play that game, 
at some particular point, the devil going to come with that receipt. Sorry to tell you, man. I'm Listen, and I, I say that respectfully about the brother, but it's only so many times you can go to that well. Only somebody. You pay a steep-ass cost, taxes. Taxes, the more you don't pay it, the more they come back with a receipt and interest piles on and late payment. Same thing with child support. The more you avoid paying, the worse it is. Well, I'm not going to pay. The more you avoid paying, the worse it gets for you. At, at some particular point, they're going to come back, cut your shit off. This shit is not a joke. Yeah, dude, you guys got to understand. So shout out to uh, everybody for understanding that, understanding this. Pay now or cry later. See, there's a lot of phrases we have here. And when I say pay, I'm not talking about money directly to the palm of her hand. I'm just saying, understand what the transaction is. The more you play that stupid game, it'll mature you real fast. How old is the brother Tate? Brother Andrew Tate is 40. I want to say, I want to say the brother's about 40. Let me see here. Let me see here. I think he's younger than me for sure. Andrew Tate age. Or, uh, 36. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 36. Okay, so classic. 36 years old. Right around 38, 39, 40, you should wake up. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Let me tell you something. <laughs> right about that age. That's when you about wake up. That's when you really get a sense of, ah, oh, oh. But before that, you still trying to, you still trying to finagle and do this and do that. You still trying to, you know what I mean? You still try to figure, you still trying to puff around. (laughs) But yeah, when you get, yeah, by, by the time you hit about 40, you go, oh shit. And then you realize what it really is. Even when you think, you know, in your 30s. You don't know. You don't know. And so people have to understand that, especially about older men. But uh, some people get woken up with the realities and you have to accept it. And one thing here, we're getting kind of off here. But look, the red pill in MGTOW, the red pill and all dating coaches, the red pill. What the red pill is, is it's not about women. Right? The red pill is not about women. And it never has been until recent. We made it about women, but it's a mistake. The red pill is about the truth. It's about the truth, whatever there's your truth or the truth to the world. Now, the quicker you wake up to the truth and stop fighting the truth, which is what people do with me, I give you the truth and they, well, well, what you could do is you can put them with this ism and slap them over the head with this player. But when you wake up to the truth, you realize that didn't mean nothing. You really didn't know shit when you was trying to avoid it by dancing around it, trying to escape it like that damn movie. I'm talking about movies today with that movie. What's that movie where the, the, the death was trying to catch up to him? What was that movie called? Uh, um, I, I, it slips on my mind, but death was trying to catch up on him and they escaped death. But then death was trying to catch him. What was that movie? Uh, Final Destination. They made like 10 uh, sorry, uh, versions of it. Final destination. What you'll find out is you're just trying to cheat eventually, inevitably, what's going to be real. And see, the death in that movie was the reality. You're trying to skirt around it with these strategies and tactics and ism and player and game. And you're trying to skirt all around it, avoiding, and then the inevitable happens reality. Mm. 
eventually it catches up to you. We have too many examples. And unfortunately, when the examples show up to men, oh, well, he did this and he did that, or they, uh, they, they, they using this against them and they lying, them hoes lying. When did them hoes lying stop you from getting penalized? Okay. When did them hoes lying and they trying to set him up ever stop a man from going to prison? Uh, when did it stop Mike Tyson from going to prison? When did it stop dudes from going to prison? When did it stop dudes from not getting the results? Oh, that's messed up. Them hoes lied on him. When? You never want hoes to lie on your salami. You never want hoes to lie on your salami. So stop being fake. Wake up to the real. Stop dodging the death. Stop dodging death. Eventually, it's going to come back to you. <laughs> anyway. Don't most men go down when hoes start lying and here come the, all the hoes piling on. Why? Why do why do hoes pile on when two hoes come out and speak? Because now there's more women coming out left and right. Why does that happen? Well, number one, he put himself. He talked. He was talking to them. Number two, they want attention. Number three, they thought they wanted to build. They wanted to feel special and they realized they was one of one thousand. And then they start lying on your ass. OK, and you go down. Okay, anyway, and money, they could get a lawsuit. I'm telling you guys, you guys think you got to ha have it figured out, but at some point, you'll have your own awakening. Kaylin Ferguson, what's up, coach? I'm sorry that you'll no longer be coaching the Houston Texans. He says you were never given a fair, given a fair chance to begin with. At least you still got the Brooklyn Nets, job. So you should have a little more free time. I know, man, I've been busy, man. They done fired me for my job because I won and lost the number one draft pick. Anyway, I got to get on with the story. They fired me from jobs left and right. I don't have anybody jobs. I don't have any jobs. <laughs> okay. So I got fired from my NFL job. I still coach in the Brooklyn Nets, but they don't pay me. Okay. Let's get in here. We start messing around, but I had to hit you with an hour of truth. Let's get into some more. Dude, this is right in line of what I talk about. Guys, when y'all going to wake up at some particular point, and I don't want to hear like, you know what men do? We abandon other men. We abandon other men and we say, oh, sucks to be him. And you never get the lesson. Well, it ain't going to happen to me and it might not happen to you. But what about the other men? Don't we come to their rescue? No, I ain't trying to say these hoes. Trevor Bowers released by the Dodgers. This is a follow up. Shouldn't take long following a record suspension. Now, if you don't know this, I've done several videos on this and several updates. He recently was reinstated by Major League Baseball after serving a season and a half of suspension. He was going to come back, be on the roster. Uh, potentially for the Dodgers and be essentially playing for free for 50 games. And so the Dodgers said, get the hell up out of here. You messed up. Now, legally, he didn't mess up. I want you guys to understand that. Legally, he didn't mess up. It was two nights of consensual sex, which the woman asked for, and she asked for it rough. She asked for it to be hurt. Even a female judge said, hey, lady, you asked for it. There's no domestic violence. He basically was exonerated from the act. However, his... He he was he he was gorilla pimping on Instagram, and he lost his job. Now there's some general managers. I've read articles about this, and um, despite the fact that he was not guilty, he never served any prison time. The woman was lying on him. Uh, the judge, a female judge, said no domestic violation case. Even after that, they never reinstated him, and he lost his contract. I think he had a four or five year contract. He only played one year, and uh, 
Um, I think he didn't even make it through the first year, if I'm not mistaken. And now he lost his job on the allegations alone. What 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 am I telling you guys? You guys got to be really listen. You're up till your early 30s, maybe mid 30s. Play around, but once you get there, or once you get to the prominent position, once you get to a position where you could just pay somebody five hundred dollars, throw the money out there, man, and you can sleep at night. But y'all want to catch it out in the wild. I get it. But these days are over. I'm sorry. They're, they're over. There's too much evidence of them being over. You're going to catch a case. Walking up the girls, touching on them, you're going to catch a case. You just don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you could have done that back in the day. But now it's just not so. You got to understand. Uh, the, the, the head of the snake is poisonous at this point. And he lost his job. And there's some general managers that are saying nobody's going to touch the guy. Talented pitcher. Now, if a team gets desperate enough, they'll they'll sign them and they'll be like, okay, we'll take the arm and we'll deal with the consequences and repercussions later. So there's a lot of teams like that. A lot of teams at the bottom that'll be like, look, I'll take him. He has a big arm and he has a big arm. He's a talented person. But he lost his money. He fumbled the bag for his sexual lust. Two nights of consensual sex. See, it can be consensual and you come back and get lost. Why? Because he's a target. He talked about this all the time. High value targets are targets women are choosing they're targeting you are all women doing this not necessarily i can't say all because i don't see all of them but what i'm saying is when you get to a certain position you're a target you're a target and it's plain and simple i keep running out the evidence i keep showing you and they were like no nah, don't be scared of hoes you want to be scared of hoes i'm not i'm not scared of them you got to realize the power and here's the big key if you if one comes out there's going to be more that comes out. It don't matter if it's true or false, if these holes are trying to set you up. We're just trying to warn you guys of what is. Don't be scared of them, but realize at some particular point, you can't operate the way you'd normally operate. He thought he was a normie, and he wasn't. He found out that he was a target. Somebody said he pitched an old hitter. Yeah, he pitched an old hitter, and this ninja out of a job. Take a look. Released. Released. Damn, hold up. Let me give you all indication of how much that he lost. All right, let me see here. Trevor Bauer. This is the latest rendition of men losing a bag for some peace leave. I'm not trying to lose no bag. I'm not trying to lose no bag. Oh, wait till y'all see this number. Y'all want to see the number? This is the number right here. This is the number. You see this shit? You, do, gentlemen, where the PUAs at? Where the PUA's at? You see this shit? <clears throat> you see that? For some peace leave. When are we going to stop? Where's the people who hate me? Where's the people who just like, nah, coach, you don't understand. $100 million. Are we are we going to start being serious out here for real, man? He could have busted. That could have cost him one thousand dollars on seeking. I mean, listen, he could get that one. He said, wait, he could have paid a thousand dollars to got exactly what he got. He could have paid one thousand dollars. A hundred million dollars in the bank gone. Over some, he paid a hundred million dollars for a piece of peace leave. <sighs> What kind of masculine frame is that? So let me get to the PayPal's. He says, well, he could have bought the whole company of Jergens 
He could have bought the whole company of Luberderm for $100 million. The whole company he could have bought. But y'all sitting over here running like, look, game, I'm going to say this one more time, and I don't mean that game is for broke people. Game is for broke people. Whether the woman who receives game and loves it, oh, he ran game on me. She's broke. And then the dude that depends on that solely is broke. I keep proving it over and over again. <laughs> Zero fallout. The NWO sent Andrew Tate to the hospital. Nobody's safe from their reaches. Guys, what happens behind bars, you don't want no part of. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm on the wrong screen. I was about to announce everybody's. <laughs> what was that? Okay. A shout out to uh, G. Brown says, traveling to find happiness. There's a saying, wherever you go, there you are which means you bring your ish with you. Love you, coach. So there's that right there. Yeah, you travel. So wherever you go, there you are. So it's you. He basically said, wait a minute. He said. And that's you. Shout out to Glenn. Thank you, sir. This was over the weekend. I appreciate you, Glenn. Eddie says, met a girl on the dark side who was eight months pregnant and decided to sell a little bit of box to help support her child. I left and decided to rub it out instead because it was not worth it. She's from the community. Unfortunately, you're spot on once again. We live in some interesting times, man. We live in some interesting times. But until you join the dark side, you don't have to join. Just go take a visit. You know what I mean? Till you see it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's talking. I see. I see you. Uh, till you see it. You can't unsee it. Do you see my man? She showed up pregnant on the man, and dating is dead. Dating is absolutely dead. You know, it's it's a weird time. I could show you something here. Should I show it? I know this show is going to be four hours long. <laughs> Just to let you know here, did I? I don't think I saved it to show you. Uh, yeah, dating dating is subsidiary. It's a, it's dead. The old school dating is done. All right, there are some women going on dates, mostly with simps, mostly with simps, meaning, meaning, and that's not disrespectful. Let me take that back. Mostly with blue pills, not simps. Those are two different guys. They're going with blue pill guys. You know, the guys that just wish for a fantasy. You're wishing on a star. Follow where you are. So blue pills, you know, you just hoping to meet the woman. Oh, my God, I can't wait to hear her story meet about her she's gonna tell me about her i'm gonna sit i was sitting across a nice expensive restaurant with a member of the coach gang last night in vegas at the win we're chilling blue pill goofy ass dude he got this nice little tiny asian thing with him and um he just he just a, she just a talking and i do this and bark. she said she hit him with all the chicken bock he hit him she hit him with all the chicken bock and he just is sitting there just hand sweating Hair sweating. He trying to be nervous. He nervous. Oh, my God. He spent the whole four, two, four hundred dollars. And I'm sitting there like, damn, I could never. I would never. I could never be sitting around there listening to that chicken box. Somebody says blue pill simp, same guy. And girls are choosing today, man. They choosing, and they're choosing at young ages. I know there's a lot of old women that watch me, 35, 40, sitting there like, what are you talking about? 
but you had a full two decades advance on most dudes, meaning by the time you're ready to settle down, you have way more bodies than than the guy that is ready to settle down with you. Like, you know what I mean? He's just getting in his groove and you didn't been tired and exhausted by the jerks. So what typically happens is when and I've seen this in live and in living color right around 18, 19, 20. These girls be out here in these streets. They be in these streets, guys, with men of all ages. Young, old, Chad, Pookie, Simps, old men, young men, men with money, old men, broke, old broke men with $200. You cannot imagine. Now, think about this. They're getting this head start to make all these dumbass decisions. 18, 19, 20, and even younger. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. And here they finally come. And that's you. And you're taking them out on dates, nervous. Oh my God, maybe if I maybe if I say the right thing, she'll rub my leg. Maybe I'll kiss her by the end of the night. Can I kiss your lips? Can I touch you? You got a massive disadvantage. Massive. The disadvantage is massive. And they're out here with an exceptional head start. It's really crazy. All right, anyway. Macaroni, Tony, y'all thought I was gone, but I'm still here. Just came back from doing some field work, and man, CGA is 100% right. On my sabbatical from the coach gang, I took Sand to the beach. She wasn't into the club scene with the old man like me, but she was digging the other stuff and said I could rent her again anytime in the future. Thanks, CGA, and as we know, the junior college is lit. Hey. <laughs> Somebody said this ish is sad. Hey, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> here, here's the one thing I want you to understand. I mean, if you, you know, guys just got to realize you're not where I am. You're still trying to find your fantasy woman. I'm going to tell a story real quick of a friend of mine, member of the coach gang. He wants, he wants whimsical. He's waiting for the fantasy. I want to take a girl, sweep her off her feet, take her to a destination. We can have fun and frolic and put sand between our toes and we can lounge and go on a boat and we can do a trip and everything will be fantastic. Guys, that's whimsical. But I want you to achieve it. You can you can get it. I mean, you'll get it. But you'll also get arguments and misunderstandings and miscommunications. And what does that mean? You know, a lot of women that what that mean? <laughs> so I said, did you slap him? Yeah, he wants to fret a stare. You know what I mean? He wants to go down the, the, the light, misty drizzle, the misty rain, walking down the street with nobody around, maybe a few onlookers. And then he's walking down, twirling her, spinning her back, doing a little dance, dipping her, coming back, and the music playing in the background. And the whole, oh my gosh, heartbeat, the thump, the thump. She gets home, she gets passionate with you, and it's just euphoric. Singing in the rain, I'm singing in the rain with my lovely and my woman. You want to? You want that shit, bro? Now, now, now listen, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you, I've had those. I've had those times, but they're moments. They're called moments. The whole trip, the whole date is not like that. It's quite weird. Then the moment happens. It comes and goes. I had this beautiful, long, flat-backed Canadian chick. She was a witch, I believe, <laughs> right? But 
we had that moment. We went out on a dinner date. It was a date. Then we came out. It was a misty rain, and it was in something kind of looks like Universal Studios with the light, the lamppost and everything with the lamppost shining in one spot. And she was like, oh, my God, twirl me. And then we did a little dance and shit like that. I twirled her and she lollipop. She 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 did a little skip through the rain and ran up to me and kissed me. That shit was like that lasts about 35 seconds. Maybe a minute. And then the rest of the date happened. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's a Disney moment. The shit was like cool. And she came up. It was a slow, passionate kiss. And she was like, oh, her hair was wet. She started to look like Master Splinter. You know what I mean? Like it, it. And she felt that was like, that was everything to her. It was so romantic. But it was like 35 seconds to a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? She thought I was super romantic. And, you know, that shit didn't last no whole day of her just frolicking and skipping in her high heels and her petticoat. <laughs> but if you think you can make a whole day of that have at it all right anyway let me get to let me get to this i'm gonna do a couple super chats and then come back because i'm today i had a lot to share with y'all it's been a long weekend okay let's see here did i get gray haze no 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 i didn't get it. mc hamster says pay pay my girl gas money and groceries so she can cook for me and it's happy to do so. Cheaper and healthier than going out. XXs are here to help and please. They are. They are. And I'm skipping people. So I'm going to go back. John A says for the collection plate. Caught up on your streams over the weekend while focusing on my career. Yes, indeed. Yes. So I could focus on my career. Josh Moon says, Coach Cleveland, Ohio has an REI store. And I see y'all ninjas going to be. <laughs> y'all ninjas going to be at the REI store like crazy. All right. Uh, Kevin, the software tester, the price of freedom is steep. If you want freedom, peace, and quiet, you're going to have to pay for it. I've paid thousands of dollars that I didn't even have a job. I paid for my freedom. I paid for my peace. See, there's nothing, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Matter of fact, we had members of the coach gang talk about uh, on the members chat. They were like, oh, hookup culture in Iceland. It's crazy, right? There's a crazy hookup culture. And they also have high rates of STIs. Look, doesn't mean you're going to catch one, but I'm just saying there's always a price to pay. Same thing as I said, dating coaches rarely ever talk about STIs. There's only a few have, and they got criticized for it, but they shouldn't. You should be very open. Um, there was one dating lifestyle coach who was open about all the STIs he, he caught. And I was like, good, you need to tell people because look, Peace Leave be out there will have you leaking. When you get to the, about the 100 body count, when you get to the 200 mark, 300, you're going to be drip, drip, dripping at least once or twice. Mm. Make for sure once. And there's going to be some scares. You're going to be pissing out razor blades at one point. I'm not trying to scare you. You're not going to die. You will, get the, you will get that drip. You will get that razor blade piss. You might have a little bit leaking. That is red. I mean, there's some shit that happens. You might get into some rough sex where you might be bleeding out your ish. I'm just telling y'all, man, you got to be realistic. <laughs> you can go. Sometimes you might have your junk looking like Almond Joy. Or a Mars bar or whatever one of them bars are. Your junk looking like Almond Joy at the end of it. 
or Rice Krispies and shit like that, all on the tip of your Rice Krispies. So let's just be real about, I want to bang out 200 women. I'm going to go over there to overseas to bang out like 10 women on the trip. Be ready to have almond joy. <laughs> it's a reality. It's a reality and people don't talk about it, but it's a reality. Shout out to MC Hamster says, paying my girls gas money. I got you. Gray Hayes Radio. I just had my kids future step dummy. We're going to call him a step dummy. Where's my dummy uh, effect here? You big dummy. Uh, his step dummy texts me asking to talk. Wait, asking to talk about my kids who has been turned against me by the baby mom terrorists and their mom. I'm like, bro, you don't even matter in this situation. What is he doing? Don't don't engage. Don't engage. OK, don't engage. So the stepdad is trying to text him to talk about the kids. No, that's not your kids. Absolutely crazy. That's crazy. Leave, leave that guy alone. Anyway, it's a setup. It's a setup. Hey, look, anytime um, you're if you have a baby mama terrorist and she wants you to engage, meaning um, she wants you to engage in conversation, but she's been terrorizing you and she wants you to hop on the phone or she has somebody reach out to you to have a conversation, then you start texting. What I'm going to tell you is, and this is real big, do not communicate. Do not put anything in writing. Do not show up if you think that the event is going to be somewhat toxic because they're documenting you. They're recording you. Anything you write in terms of a card, a note, a greeting card, a piece of paper, an email, a text is going to be used against you. Voice memo, voice call. If you do a voice television call, it's going to be recorded. They are not, they are not doing it for their for their your best interest. They're doing it for their interest. Do not communicate. Cut off all communications. Do not respond. No contact. Nothing. Zero response. However, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because they're just going to say he's not responding. He doesn't care. But what you're also insulating against is them using you and whatever you say and twisting it and taking it out of context. I'm telling you no response. None. Just leave they ass on red. This is a big man game advice here. Do not respond, please. All right, let's get into this. Number three. He said, no hablo inglés. Yes. Okay. And people then just be a deadbeat, yo. Just choose the deadbeat route because what they're doing is setting you up. And this is going to be a couple situations here. Desperate father changes his gender to win custody of his child. And this is how critical the shit is getting now. So this guy, and he's not in the United States. This guy is in... um. Ecuador. It says right here, punished dad legally changes gender to female in a bid to gain custody of his kids. God dang. Let's go ahead and give him the prices right. Got to do what you got to do, guys. <laughs> do what you got to do. Okay. My goodness. It says right here, a father, a father has legally changed the gender identification in an attempt to gain custody of his two young daughters following a bitter split from his wife. Hey, yeah, now the transgenders are concerned. Oh, they're using this. One thing you have to understand that if you push an agenda, it could be used against you. Okay. It says Renee Salinas Ramos, age 47, is now listed as female on an official documents 
in his native Ecuador, despite the fact that he still identifies as a cisgender male in everyday life. The desperate dad claimed that he made the drastic decision due to the justice system in his country, which he has typically, which has typically benefited mothers in custody cases. And it says, which he said typically benefits mothers. Well, no, he did not say that. He didn't have to say that. It is known, and it says right here, being a father in this country, Ecuador, is punished. And I'm only seen as a provider. Well, that's in that's in every country, sir. Except for the Philippines. It says right there, Ramos told the local outlet. It says, while I'm here, wait, while I have been looking for, wait, sorry. What I have been looking for is to give the love and protection that a mother can give her child. Ramos alleged that his daughters currently live in an abusive environment, environment with their mother, and he claimed he hasn't seen his children in more than five months. So this is just not the United States. The law says that the one who is who has the rights is the woman. He says the one who has the right is the woman. As of this moment, I am female. Now I am also a mom. That's how I consider myself. Wait, listen, look, I, hey, hey. <laughs> You know what? I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You know what? Why not? Hey, you want to do clown shows like the family court is a clown show. It's a circus. Why not? Make it a whole damn circus, man, and invite the clowns. It says right there, um, and he did this officially. He says, I am very sure of my sexuality. What I have sought is that I want to be a mother <laughs> so that I can give the love and protection of a mother. Hey, shout out to Mr. Ramos. Hey, you know what? All he wants to be is a father. However, his actions have angered activists across the country who have fought hard to have the laws change for genuine trans citizens. The Ecuadorian Federation of LGBTI organizations released this. Wait a minute. What is this one? New, 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 new world order. Released a statement denouncing Ramos's outlandish actions earlier this week. Quote, this man's private matter to obtain custody of his daughters isn't in the spirit of the law. Boy, gosh, man. They really going on on him. It says right here, Ramos also told outlets that uh, she first thought it was. <laughs> it says she first. Oh, boy. This is Rodriguez, though. Diane Rodriguez says she thought that uh, the first thought that this was fake news. But now we are afraid that in the assembly, things will go backwards and they will start legislating against us. That's what she said. Meanwhile, the custody battle between the mom and dad and ex-wife is still going. I don't know who's who. Until this matter is resolved, the children have to stay with their mother, Ramos says. As reported, the law has taken away our rights to be parents. Changing my official documents is proof of love. Ramos is Ecuador's first reported case of a man taking advantage of the gender uh, change of gender laws in an attempt to give himself a leg up in a custody case. Wow. And there's Mr. Ramos there. Let me see if he can speak Espanol or what. Conozcan la lucha. I don't know what he's talking about, so he's just going to skip that. And there he is right there. Shout out to him. Look, he's trying to be. Look, one thing that people have to understand is men are trying to be in their children's lives. They're tired of being paid in as deadbeats. If the children are young or specifically female, they're trying to protect the female. Now, uh, people want fathers in some weird, uh, weird aspect to be some sort of emotional connection in and be the loving, supportive, and be the female's friend. When a father knows their number one role, the father's number one role with a daughter, whether you agree or not, is not to be their friend. 
not to be this emotional, uh, deep emotional connection. It is to protect them. Protect them. Chris Rock says, a Chris Rock even joked, the dad's number one role is to do what? You guys put it in there so I don't be accused of stealing. What is the dad's number one role? And it rhymes with role. Okay. What is the dad's number one role? And this is the dad's number one role for women. This is why we have something called daddy issues. Nope. You guys don't remember keep Chris Rock. I see a couple of you guys here. The dad's number one role is to keep his daughter off the pole. The dad's number one role is to keep his daughter off the pole. Meaning stripper, stripper pole. Like keep your daughter off OnlyFans. Keep your daughter from these streets, right? In these streets. Your number one role is keeping them off the pole. Meaning that's your biggest protection. Make sure at least you don't end up as a prostitute. <laughs> okay. As a scripper, as a OnlyFans artist. Now they can make money and they can do whatever they want. That's what you're supposed to do. Keep them off the pole. Now that, that involves structure, discipline, protection. Does it have to be all, oh, it has to be nice and has to be said right. This is what we're getting away from. And they're using that against fathers. Fathers want to protect the daughters. People say, nope, we don't want the daughter protected. And they go out there, leave her ass hanging. Only for the daughter to come back and kill Mitchell's situation and call him a deadbeat when he was there fighting to protect her. And the court documents proved it. So this is the whole thing, man. This is the whole thing was going on here. So that's all the father wants to be. And they even use that against him. Let's get to this next story about a speaking of another father here. There's a father who has been thrown in jail. If you guys think I'm bringing up these stories out of order, there's been a dad thrown in jail for paying too much child support and seeing his son too much. What would you say you do here? All right. Here's the story. Let's pop it up right here. This is a news story. So the dad is being accused of paying too much child support and seeing his son too much. Well, a Houston father is facing 180 days in jail for overpaying his child support and over visiting his 11 year old son. His attorney and a community activist are now demanding answers. Randy Wallace joins us live with a story you'll see only on Fox. Randy. Don, we all expect to see judges throw the book at fathers who fail to pay child support. But a father who says he's been doing the right thing now has an arrest warrant against him. Uh, it's my responsibility to take care of it. Okay, of course it's a brother. Now, so much for the black family, so much for saving the community. When we do these actions against each other, the man just wants to see his son. And when you Get, when you have children with mother today, you basically are signing up to be a criminal. You're signing up to be a criminal. I'm sure this man has lived a good, clean life, no crime, no arrest records. And now his only arrest record is associated with a baby mom terrorist using the system against him. Let's play it. You know, I brought him in this world. I have to. Clifford Hall says he's more than happy to pay child support for his 11-year-old son. I'm his father. You know, uh, it's my responsibility to take care of it. But Hall says when the amount of child support was modified, no one told him. I discovered that for some reason, his employer was withholding a large amount some weeks, a small amount some weeks, zero amount uh, some weeks. And I didn't want to go to jail, basically. So Hall quickly paid almost three grand in back child support. When Okay, so what you saw there was an extortion. 
All right. That's basically extortion. Hey, go to jail or pay this fee, pay this debt. This is called a debtor's prison, which is illegal based on the Constitution. But they get away with it when you have when you're a father. They get away with this extortion. Hey, pay up three thousand dollars. Pay up. OK, I'll pay it so you don't go to jail. That's a debtor's prison. That's illegal based on the Constitution. But our fraudulent child support system continues to push this. Not only that, they modify this child support without him knowing. How did they? How did they modify his child support when without him knowing? Well, yes, they don't have due process in family court. It's a kangaroo court. It's a kangaroo court. It's not a real authentic court. It is not under the protection of the Constitution. It is a administrative court. It is not a court that falls under the judicial court. We have to give you the game out here. They're playing a game with you and you're the volunteer. So administrative courts can bypass constitutional rights of due process. So they can do whatever the hell they want without you in your presence. As long as the baby mama terrorist is willing to throw you under the bus. Let's go ahead and uh, continue here. Paul and his ex-wife were in Judge Lisa Millard's court last November. He owed nothing. Opposing counsel testified twice that he's all paid up. But the attorney representing the child's mother wanted Hall to pay her three grand in attorney fees. And Judge Millard agreed. So there's your hang em high judge right now. There's your hang em high judge. There's your fraudulent judge. She's not a real judge. She's a commissioner. She's an administrative judge. She gets paid Title IV money, Title IV D kickback money. And they're out here extorting men, mostly men. Like 90% of the men that they extort are, sorry, 90% of the people they extort are men. Let's continue. Court documents also reveal Hall wasn't following the court's scheduled times to pick up his son. Another modification he says he knew nothing about. The judge ended up sentencing him to six months in jail. When she said, I sent, you know, remand you to the Harris County Jail for 180 days, my mouth just dropped. This entire situation is shocking to me. I've never seen one like this. Well, you haven't been here long enough because we tell you that you're volunteering for something like this, right? In most of these cases that we talk about, some extreme cases that we talk about that is shared within our community, it goes unheard. Nobody wants to hear it. They're just going to say you bitter hurt and all this, all, all this bullshit, right? And nobody cares about that man serving six months and losing his freedom, potentially losing his jobs, his means of supporting himself, all because, listen, all because he wants to be a father to his child. The men who are punished by this system are men who want to be fathers and they have the kids used as pawns against them. Oh, you want to be in your kid's life? Well, guess what? Oh, you want to see your son? Well, guess what? Extortion, criminal charges, jail, passport revoked, license revoked. All because you want to see your kid. Now, the opposite move is to wash your hands of these damn kids and pay your child support and get the hell out of there. But of course, you're going to be a deadbeat. Then you're going to prove them right. Oh, he left. He abandoned us. He's a Debbie. All he does is pay. He don't pay. He don't pay on time. You see what I'm talking about? This is a miserable, miserable game. Let's go ahead and continue. Community activist Cornell X wants the state's judicial board to investigate. The court failed the child. The court failed Mr. Hall. The system broke down. Because it's corrupt. It's corrupt. That's why. I can't be there for my son in jail. I can't pay child support in jail. You know, this is not this is not in the best interest of the child. Judge Lisa Millard says Hall walked out of court after he was found in contempt, which she says is a big no-no. 
Oh, power, power bullshit. That's power bullshit. So he walked out of court after he was found in contempt. But you found him in contempt. Why? Because you were unfairly punishing him after what? After um, after he was paid up. So she's trying to play power game. This is what happened with these family court judges. So you found him in contempt. He was innocent of the charges, but you wanted to play power game. And he walked the hell up out of court. Oh, big no, no. I'm going to throw you in jail for six months. This is crazy, bro. This is this is absolutely insane. You can't win. Judge Millard also points out Hall's attorney could have filed a motion for reconsideration. She says that would have allowed her to hear both sides again and reevaluate re the situation. So essentially, the judge is saying, oh, do the paperwork game. Play the paperwork game. But he's still going to be old child support. He's still going to be held in contempt. But, uh, a motion to considerate. Uh, we'll have a hearing. Then we'll have a trial. Then I'll examine the evidence and the documents. And then we'll disclose and we'll do all this bullshit. It's a game. This is just legal game. These people are just trying to play a game against you. And he paid extra. Oh, if you would have filed a motion to contempt and motion to dismiss and motion to this. This is why divorce attorneys make so much money on you fantasy hope people, man. Situation. Hall's attorney is now working on an appeal, and in a few days, Hall plans to turn himself in. And Don will, of course, keep everybody posted on yeah. on how this plays out. So it's a miscarriage of justice, right? It's a miscarriage of justice. Everybody sees it. The judge is corrupt in this case. The judge is playing the money game, basically weeding him out on attorney's fees. They're filing an appeal, but he has to turn himself in in the middle of this appeal and if they do appeal it they say well you know what okay i appealed it i overturn it sorry you served three months in jail mm. <laughs> bro not many media outlets will cover such a miscarriage of justice but here we go we have them recording this and of course if you didn't hear this story you would think it would be unreal wow 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 let me skip to lizzo real quick lizzo next story Lizzo, if you want. All the humanity. I don't know if you can see this on your screen yet, but yeah, all the humanity. This is her. Um, on her, this is her Instagram titled. The, the name of her Instagram is Lizzo Be Eating. I just want to remind you of that. This is her Instagram account called Lizzo Be Eating. I thought it said Lizzo Beating, but is Lizzo Be Eating? I'll have to just give her a. Okay, Lizzo be eating. She has something to say about all the body shaming, although I'm sure she has body shamed men in her life. Nobody seems to care about that, which is basically how liberals work. They they rage about them being victimized. And then when you say, well, we're victimized, too. And they'd be like, no, you can't use our victimization stance here. You just got to have we're just the victims. Let's hear what she has to say. Um, she has a lot to say and a lot to weigh. But all the humanity. Discourse around bodies is officially tired. The discourse around bodies is tired. Oh, I have seen comments go from, oh my gosh, I liked you when you were thick. Why'd you lose weight? To, oh my gosh, why'd you get a BBL? I liked your body before. To, oh my gosh, you're so big. Oh, oh you need to lose weight before your health. To, oh my gosh, you're so little. You need to get ass or titties or something. To, oh my gosh, why did she get all that work done? It's just too much work. Are we okay? Do you see the delusion? Do we realize that artists are not here to fit into your beauty standards? Artists are here to make art. And this body is art. 
and I'm going to do whatever I want with this body. Oh, my humanity. I wish that comments cost the job money so we can see how much time we are fucking wasting oh, on the humanity. wrong thing. Can we leave that shit back there, please? The Okay, do me a favor. Uh, hit the like button. I got 2,400 people watching me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Therefore, there's also 150, almost 150 watching me on the Notorious CGA channel. And there's several hundred people watching me or 50 people watching me on Facebook. Do me a favor. We need to get a little belly deli in here to get those likes. And Lizzo is the belly deli. Let's get the likes up to 1,200 at least. That means 400. 400 people have to like this stream. I could easily have another 600 people in here watching if 400 people like the stream. And I would love to get it up to 1,200, at least half of the audience liking the stream for this information and knowledge. No, it is not free. I give you 90% of what's in my head, this free game, but the 10% going to cost. And hitting that like button is one of the costs that you can pay if you can't afford to pay more. But let's get into this situation here. Oh, the humanity. I don't know what point she's making, but of course, everybody in the comment section seems to be, and most of these people might be reading Rainbow. There's a woman there, facts. There's a guy there reading Rainbow, uh, reading Rainbow there. I don't know what's going on, simps. I don't know what's going on, ladies. Yes, all of this. And as you can see, there are busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Um, here's another one. No need. Wait, no one needs to fit into anyone else's beauty standards. This needs to stop. I tell you, oh, the humanity. But she's the one jumps out here. She's the one jumping out here, showing her body. And she does body shame men, but I'm not even going to get into that part. She's the one showing her body, but doesn't want criticism. Let me tell you something about something. Let me tell you something about something. When you become a public figure, you're opening up to criticism and namely people who are models, actors, YouTubers, streamers. Uh, singers it doesn't matter it doesn't matter especially when you use whatever that is like you use your body it should be subject to criticism meaning if you want to be a model and you go into an industry that the, you don't fit into the mold that's part of the game you want to be an actor or actress or whatever they call them and you don't fit into the stereotype you don't fit into the mold that they want you don't fit into the role rejection is part of the game same thing about game rejection is part of the game so if you get rejected by a group of people that is what you offered yourself up to be. And not only that, you're parading your body around. You're using it as a piece of art, as you said. And now people can't be critical of that. People are critical of art all the time. If you go to an art museum or an art gallery, people are going there criticizing the art all the time. So let's just use your example. You're an artist. You use your body as art as well as your music as art. People can be critical of it. People say you make music for white people. That's a criticism, and it's an honest criticism if that's where their perspective comes from, and you have to just go ahead and take it in this situation. People have critical uh, opinions about me. I'm like, I don't care, and how many subscribers they got. It don't matter. I always consider the sources. The boos come from the top rows all the way in the nosebleed seats. You never hear people booing that are all up in the front row. Okay, the important people aren't booing you. The people in the nosebleeds are booing you. In this situation, she should treat it as such. But she has, she has a uh, sensitive ears. She got them sensitive ears. She got bunny ears. She turns her ears to the people that she says don't matter, but she's holding their opinion. And she went through a variety of things here, talking about her BBL, little titties, big titties, big booty, little booty, BBLs. This woman's an absolute disaster. And I'm gonna show you who she's gonna be in about ten to fifteen years. She's gonna be, um, she's gonna be that woman uh, that we did. Um, um, damn, forgot her name that fast. 
Cookie. That's who she's going to be. She's going to be crying. She's going to be crying fat oil from her, from her, um, from her eyes. All right. Yeah. Taraji P. Henson. She's going to be doing that, trying to figure out where her life is. All right. She's going to be crying, cooking canola oil from her mm. face. It's going to look like, it's going to look like, going to look like Valvoline coming from her eyes. <laughs> we said, well, oil. All right, be like, God, now you ever see a big woman crying? It'd be looking like the tears be thick. The tear be looking like it got some, you know what I mean? You can get some viscosity going on in your damn Crisco oil tears. You know what I mean? You can get some damn viscosity going on in there with your damn pistons and your engine machines. You like, hold on, let me bottle that up and put that in my damn. <laughs> Them tears be thick and greasy coming out. Like they be just going down, beating up and be like slowly going down her side of her cheek. Like, like, damn. Anyway, skinny girls cry and the tears come out like this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me stop. All right. What are we doing here? Let's get to this damn thing. What are we doing? Let's hear her and break her shit down here. Okay, boy. Discourse around bodies is. Woo. Man, almighty. I got a question. I mean, good for her. I, I don't listen. I have a decent body and I don't like to even take walk around with my shirt off like that. And she has a I don't know what this is that makes her come out here and talk about the discourse around body, but she keeps showing it like this. This is crazy, man. Wow. Like Rick Ross gets criticized as well for this. I mean, Rick Ross and her look sim somewhat similar. She looks like maybe maybe they are it's the same character. But Rick Ross looks similar to her and he gets criticized for walking around with his shirt off. So what's the difference? It's not a woman thing here. Oh, wait a minute. I pressed the wrong button. Here we go. Officially tired. The discourse around bodies is tired. I Tired. That's interesting. You use that word because that is the exact word that I comes to my mind. Tired. But let's continue. I've seen comments go from, oh, my gosh, I liked you when you were thick. Why'd you lose weight? To, oh, my gosh, why'd you get a BBL? I liked your body before. To Why did she read the comment section? I'm confused as to why she reads the comment section, but that's part of her ego. It's part of her problem. It's part of her, maybe her insecurity that she's where she is, but she's got to listen to the normie chicken box in her comment section. All right, let's continue. Oh my gosh, you're so big. Oh, um, you need to lose weight before your health to, oh my gosh, you're so little. You need to get ass or titties or something. That's not little is not, not come to my mind, but maybe they're not. They're saying they're saggy waggies. I don't understand. Lady, she put herself out there. Something to, oh, my gosh. Why did she get all that work done? It's just too much work. I mean, who does she has she gotten work done? That would be reprehensible. That would be an extreme waste of money. That's an honest criticism. Why would you get a BBL? Did she get a BBL? Like, how, why would you get a BBL and you're that like that? Like, I don't know, man. That's crazy to me, but that's an honest criticism. Are we okay? Do you see the delusion? I see it. I'm looking at the delusion. That the, What you described is not delusion, but I, I see some other delusion here. Let's continue. Do we realize that artists are not here to fit into your beauty standards? Artists are here to make art. And this body is art. 
Well, listen, everybody has a taste. You know what I mean? Like dudes would be there's some dudes that would love to go and have you wrap them in that warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace and I make it last forever. Yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. You know, artist objective, artist objective. So I'll give her that. Listen, there's some people that like this. And I'm going to do whatever I want. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> My. Is that a BBL? That would be despicable if she got to eat BBL. Anyway, she the one showing With it. this body. I wish that comments cost a job money. Well, this is where we get into the very creepy part of the conversation. I wish that comments cost money. So now we're paying for speech. This is where we get into the pure delusion. Now people, because they're offended and they don't like the comments, they're saying, I wish they cost the money. Now, this is where you get into the utopia. Um, and but, but we have free speech. We have free speech, although free speech is somewhat subjective as well. It, it qualifies only in public arenas, right? But this is a public arena, right? We should be able to say what we want to say without being censored to an extent. I understand, but we cannot pay for speech, <laughs> okay? In this country, they have what we call free speech, and even that is not free anymore. Even they don't they want that free. So we can see how much time we are fucking wasting on the wrong thing. No, 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 no. You put your body out there. That's, I'm can not we leave that shit back there, please? The back where in 2022? Listen, if you're going to put your body out there, you got to take the criticism. I mean, if you're going to be an artist, you got to take the criticism as well. Um, if you're going to be a social media prominent social media star, that's what it is. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, this person dissed you. I'd be like, man, they so far, they so far, far behind me. I can't even think about what that person said to me. So, you know, it's just an approach. Not a lot of people can take that approach. But some people are really concerned about people that ain't even compared. You can't compare to CGA. What the hell would I care about what you think? <laughs> like, like you're irrelevant or somewhat of inconsequence to me. And uh, unfortunately, women can't take that approach. They're very sensitive, hypersensitive to people's opinions, even though they have the status. I don't know, man. Weird. Ladies, speak on it. Shout out to Lyle Pocket says, Coach, he hit me with the what that mean. What that mean? And the chicken bock. What? <laughs> We're going to call you DG. I don't know if I could say your name, but you didn't say if I could say your name. But guess what you did? You co-sponsored. All right, shout out to you. He says, great show as always. This is from Derek. He says, thank you, coach. Free agent lifestyle. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We got people over here. A-Town says, my ex asked me for $30,000 for a wedding three years ago. I make six figures. He says, I am also trying to save for a house. She left a week and a half after that. Wait, so she was going to marry you and she won 30K for a wedding. Um. When you make money in this country, unfortunately, if you make six figures, you're rich. Um, sometimes it doesn't feel that way as a man that at one point made six figures. I don't make nothing now. I don't have a job. But and I own nothing. I own nothing. Anything you see me using, it's basically somebody let me borrow it. All right. But anyway. Women will use you as a damn money tree out here. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. You're a money tree. They think tree money goes on trees, and they're like, you can afford it. I can't afford it, but doesn't mean I'm going to give it to you. I might be able to have it, but I have goals. See, I have a budget. I have a plan with my money. 
So I might be able to give it to you. Doesn't mean because I have it doesn't mean I owe it to you or I can just let you have it. So this is what people have a problem with. And we're going to get to that story next. You know, you're some of the richest of the rich. When you make six figures, it's sorry, it's sad. Um, and they will treat you like a money tree. One of the biggest RPs, what they would call a red pill, is when you earn money. When you earn money, you're going to get a red pill. The red pill is that you just a damn, you just a money tree. You just a money tree. Mm, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Somebody said, I'm rich. Yes, you are. You rich in here. Wait a minute. Yeah. Teddy KGB, what is missing in the passport bro discussion is the portion of men uh, is the is a portion of men are very successful. They travel to avoid the Trevor Bauer situation. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's there's no perfect argument, but there there is a reason why people are choosing to get on that airplane. And it's only going to be complicated by that. I've been telling you about the layoffs, the industries. A lot of women are broke. You have to. This is another red pill of a truth. It's not a something that I'm looking at American women and trying to um, give them negative feedback. A lot of American women are broke and it's pain. When I say broke, I mean painfully broke. They're broke in ways that even your broke ass don't understand. And we're going to get to that with this next story. Like you're broke and you don't even know to the levels you broke. They're broke. Like you don't even feel it. <laughs> they are broke. And with broke, it means desperation. Broke means desperation. And what they'll do is they'll do desperate things against you as long as the system can provide for it. Because we have big daddy government, they can always lean as a safety net. I'll try this. If it don't work out, they know how to lie, manipulate, cry, run to the court of public opinion. They know how to do oh, all these things here. Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant this. If it doesn't work out, Big Daddy government is always there. Overseas, they don't have that in many countries. So the reason why a guy would do that makes sense. Kung Guru says can't find direct comparison between black male and female wealth and assets on the web. Conspiracy. Black female and female wealth or just black male and black female wealth. Uh, there's always some mis disinformation about it. Uh, but it doesn't truly reflect the, you know, economics, you know, income and economics are two different things. So people could say, well, black women earn more than black men or just as much as black men. And they will always put that out there. But I don't give a shit. What does the economy, what does the economy do? What is the, what is the economy between those two people or the one person do? So let's say the black female earns more. What is her economy? What is her budget? What is her what does her investment portfolio look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, you earn more, but what? What does what it cause? What is, the, what, is the, um, what is the cost analysis related to that? How does that affect the, the dating marketplace, the relationship marketplace, the, the marital marketplace? She still, sometimes those, they earn more, still got child support, alimony, and, um, and all that. What, what is also, why does she earn more? She's unavailable to be part of a family less. I mean, there's too much to go into it. What does her asset versus liability chart look like? <laughs> right? Um, there's a whole bunch here. And black women are in here. But I, not me, coach. Well, bring your ass over here then. Sister's always talking that shit, but they ain't over here on my couch. The way you prove it is to get on here on that couch. All right? I'm just letting y'all know. 
They talk all that shit. I haven't done this, coach. I'm the good one. I'm the good one. Well, bring your ass over here. You know what the definition is. You know what it is. I want to see it. If I can't see it, it don't exist. And as a matter of fact, lights on, socks off when you come in. Bring your ass over here. Talking that shit. You know what I mean? It ain't me. It ain't me. Well, come on over here, baby. I got a place for you to sit. And I also got a place for you to lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did you do to make you cry this time? Well, I will be your comforter. Bring that at. All right. Anyway. Soon as they get here, well, I have a bill coming up. Can you help me? Ninja Snuggle says, you don't want no part of having. Oh, you don't want no part of have you watched the movie Me Time on Netflix with Kevin Hart. He says he went squid squashing. So squashing. He went squashing in that movie. Okay, I don't know that one. Val says, where's the PUAs at when you get an allegation? They gone. They gone with their money. Uh, what the PUA is going to do is say you messed up somewhere. Oh, you messed up. That ain't what I told you to do. Thriller says, just got here, coach. Will you be, uh, wait, will there be another video on Mr. Markle? I'm sure you've heard of the new book, Spilling Secrets About His Family. Yeah, I thought about doing it today, maybe tonight, because he's got a lot to say. Of course, a lot of older women giving him that peace lead, too. All right, Desert Brew Crew, here's some coffee money for the four-hour show. It's more dangerous on the average street than in the woods or fishing with good friends. Yep, good. God bless you, CGA. It's more dangerous on the streets. Go out there with them damn crazy-ass coyotes and them bears. Abel returns to eating good morning. Good day, my dear coach. Question, why are people too curious of voluntary celibate men? He says, um, is it involuntary or involuntary? Men and women seem to give me mad respect or they are threatened by my presence. Ten years plus, ring and all. Okay, uh, well, we're unfortunately, we're measured on our sexual prowess. So if you remove sexuality, I'm assuming that people think you uh, can't get any. So they will call you an involuntary celibate, which I believe is an incel. So, um, you know, of course, men, men and women do judge men on that type of thing. What kind of, what kind of man are you? And they just don't know. As we've talked about, you make your own decisions, but the power of keeping your venom is powerful, meaning you can use that energy to transmute into doing things successfully. I have found that many men that can say they've racked up significant bank bodies, many of them, many of them before they might have become famous, were broke. I'm going to just say this. Many of them were broke. Now, after if the man was actually wealthy at one particular point and he's able to rack up mad bodies, which he can because it's a cost analysis to it, that's a different story. And he can become broke after the fact, i.e., Andrew Tate. I mean, this is, I keep, I'm not trying to hate, but that's an example. You become broken. So it can't happen to you where you lose, even if you have it. But there's power behind men who can transmute the power that they have sexually into things. That's a power. Not a lot of people were, oh, not a lot of men are willing to sacrifice that, not even for five months. Not even for five months will men do that. If you told men, you know what, just, and I tell men this all the time, just, just back out, pull back, pull out, re, re, 
recalibrate, refocus, stop chasing ass, don't look for the fantasy, don't worry about love, recalibrate, rebuild yourself, use that energy, redirect it. This is all in the principles of uh, Napoleon Hill. Don't go spin plates. That's not your answer. Remember, I came in off divorce and then off of uh, a, a bad relationship, meaning I had a relationship with a woman where I was out there in these streets and then I got with a woman. She played me and had me running and chasing my tail. And I was like, what's going on here? The solution wasn't spin plates. Been there, done that. Have the damn proof and the receipts. That's not the answer for most men. Telling guys to just get back on there. Just get, don't quit. Don't quit. No. I tell you to stop. Put up, put the brakes on, redirect, get clarity. And then when you go back, you're going to realize, and I don't want, I want you to find this out for yourself. And I shared this with the members. You're going to realize that what the position that you were losing in was a leverage and options position. Not only that, you're going to find that it might be slightly more easier than it was previously. That's going to come with experience, age, and leverage and options. Then you're going to find out that the women that you were valuing and pedestalizing were garbage. Mm. Not saying all women are garbage, but the women that you were pedestalizing, fighting for, chasing after, doing stupid things, ignoring red flags for, you're going to go back and look at the picture that you took with them. You're going to look back at the top. Garbage, trash. You're going to be like, I was simping over that. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? Dude, I did that once and I was fiending for this woman. I went back and look at a picture we took like back to the freaking future. I looked at that photo with my eyes today. With my eyes today. I looked at the photo and said, what the fuck was I doing? Mm. <laughs> like, nigga, what? What? I thought that woman was everything beautiful. I was like, she the love of my life. She's so my type. Now, she was a freak in the bed. But I was like, I bet you people thought I was crazy. I bet you people thought I was crazy. It's like the movie Shallow How, <laughs> where you walk up, you're just so in love with the woman, and you introducing her. You think you got a dime. You pushing her all to the front. This is my baby. And they looking at you like, oh, yeah, how you doing? I'm in love with her. And she's doing this and she's doing that. Oh, my gosh. She's just, oh, she's making me jump through all these hoops and hurdles. <laughs> she's doing it. And then you actually come out of your clarity. You come to your senses. You get your life together. And you be like, what? This is the this is the advantage. And most of you guys cannot see it right now. The women that you're desiring are low-hanging fruit. I keep trying to tell you guys, and these people telling y'all to spin plates. Dude, statistically, I'm just going to say just on statistically. Yeah, somebody said that. I keep missing my sound effects. Wait a minute. Who are you? I keep telling y'all, just statistically, the amount of attractive women is low. Now, let's take into consideration where you live. It just dipped down lower than that. Your, your location alone is going to dip down. So you'll be like, no, nah, I, I only date the finest holes in my town. 
I'm like, where you live? You'd be like Amarillo, Texas. I'm like, tell Methany, tell Crystal Methany I said hello. The where the 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 amount the amount report the amount of attractive women is low already. This is called a bell shaped curve. I'm here to instruct. Take the bell shaped curve which means in the middle, mostly everybody is average to below average. But on the outside, the extremes, there's some ugly-ass people on one extreme and, and, and beautiful people on the other extreme. The beautiful percentage is low just on that. So just on the fact that you can tell me my body count is 200, 300, 400, statistically, 70 to 80% of them were either average or below average, and then possibly you got some ugly troclodytes in there and a few good looking women just just on averages there's no way you only met the 200 good women in lubbock mm. <laughs> i mean let's just be honest with ourselves so let's just say you're spinning plates and you got seven eight hoes on average most of them there's only going to be one possibly two that are good looking and when I say good looking, I'm saying based on a standard assessment, not, oh, I don't like that type. And this is what I like just on the standard assessment. The other ones are going to be average, below average or ugly. Mm. But it is what it is. Six out of eight are going to be nothing to write home about. But keep bragging on yourself. It's, it's a real assessment and I'm here for the real. I'm not here for the bullshit. Now, if you say you're in a different location where the average beauty, the average woman is going to be more beautiful than the sub the attractive women in Tupelo, like you're in Los Angeles, Miami, New York, yeah, the average women in your rotation are going to be extremely more attractive than even the hottest chick in Tupelo. And that's a game that you have to understand as well because what happens, women go where money is. Women go where resources are. They typically, the big fish in a small pond doesn't work for them for a amount of time. And they will go test and go find out. They think they're going to be a big fish in a big pond. And then they are average in the, in the big pond. They're just an average. So that means you have a weight system. The finest women in Kansas City have left and tested their waters in Las Vegas, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Seattle, and whatnot. They, they went and said, I, I'm better than this. And they went to Denver. All right, it is what it is. So uh, they didn't stay there in, in the middle of, they didn't stay in Tucson. So now if you're a Mac Daddy and you're reporting from Tucson, I'm saying <laughs> demographics are real. All right, anyway. Oh, man, enough messing around. We're just dropping game. PW says, from the same chick, who was twerking at the NBA family night. Yes, and she did. I don't get it. And then she wants to be saying people are critical of her body. PW says, oh, sorry, Castigator says, thanks for all you do, coach. Here's some ducats. Thank you, man. He gave me a ducat. He gave me one ducat. My screen went crazy ham over on my channel. I don't know what happened here. Blue Baggins says, why on earth would you play that video, coach? Hit yourself with the price is wrong. No, 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 just this one. She was the one that let her body out. She wanted to let them things out. She wanted to let them things swing. Ladies, tell them how you guys don't like Bert's ears. 
you know, y'all want to let them things out swinging. All right, we got Albert Ingram, another thing. Oh, sorry, sir. What did you say? Oh, he says another thing about, oh, wait. Another thing, too, is that women will reject you when you start making more money and get more leverage because they know they can't live up to your standards, especially as black men. Yeah, we call that uh, automatic disqualification. So they know they want a rich guy, but they kind of want the guy to be a walkover, a pushover, right? And so if you're a guy that stands on your square and you are successful, meaning you have leverage or money or whatever it is, uh, they will disqualify themselves because they know the manipulation doesn't work. Guys, manipulation is real. And when I say manipulation, this isn't a negative trait. It's manipulation and women have become experts in manipulation uh, through training. And um, their mother has trained them. Their grandmother has trained them. They've gone through really extensive courses of manipulation to learn to overcome and protect themselves. Now, we got to understand now, some women are going the other route of manipulation. They're playing, the, uh, they're straddling the fence of manipulation, meaning they're being aggressive like the woman who knocked out the guy with the bowling pin. They want to be gorillas out here, but then go back and be a woman later on. So that's typically what happens of aggressive masculine community woman. And so they're playing both sides. Now, a woman manipulates because she can't beat men up. Many, many women in most cultures, their women are smaller than the male. Even the smallest males, the women are smaller. Except the communitop. That is by design. That is by evolutionary design and social, uh, social, um, social manipulation by itself. So even Lizzo is an example of a woman that has been programmed to become larger than the male that she picked from. Okay, it's okay to be larger. It's okay to be large. Now they're larger or equal. So that does put us now on the equal uh, scale when it comes to combat, hand-to-hand. -hand. But many other cultures, the women are smaller, meaning their shoulders are smaller, their limbs are smaller, their head is bigger, um, but everything is smaller, which puts them at a disadvantage, which makes manipulation that much more powerful. That's how you equalize the scale. That's how you equalize the scale because they can't fight you physically, so they got to manipulate you. That's how you survive. Listen, if women didn't develop manipulation skills, they'd be gone. Saber to Tiger would be gnawing on their ass right now. They'd be gnawing on their ass. They, women would be extinct if they didn't have manipulation. So they have to have it because they can't fight many men. They can't fight them. Now, once you carry that on and you allow the state to give them avenues to manipulation, then it becomes painful. Then it becomes painful for men. Because then they can go into the court of public opinion, the state facilities, and they will say, girl, we'll listen to your manipulation story. Oh, we believe you. Yeah, that's a problem. That's when manipulation hurts. All right. Back in the day, you'll be like, listen, sweetheart. Frankly, I don't give a damn. Sometimes you can hit her with that. <laughs> Sometimes you can be like, sit down, dear. And she gets to you. She tussles with you. <laughs> she tries to hit you and you grab her little wrists. And you say, listen, my dear, frankly, I don't give a damn. And you push her down on the couch and the sofa. Her hair is all disheveled. And she grabs her wrist. <sighs> she be wincing and shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She reaches back to try to hit you. You catch her wrist. She be like, listen, dear, that'll never work against me. <laughs> push her back. She can't run to nobody else. She runs to her neighbor. I tried to hit him in the head with a frying pan and it didn't work. I couldn't pull it back to my head. <laughs> he caught it. 
don't know. Look, now they hit you over the head with bowling balls, and then they run. Y'all don't remember back in the day. People want to talk about the 90s and all of that shit. This is how it used to work back then. They couldn't just get over. Now they throw you to the court. They call the police on you <laughs> after they hit you over the head. Yeah, they used to punch you, pound you on the chest. You mean angry gorilla? I hate you. Yeah, they were smaller. Now, you guys don't remember. <laughs> you guys don't remember. Look, you remember a time where women were smaller than you? I'll wait. Remember it, guys, you don't even have to be big. You don't even have to be a tall guy. Like me, I'm I'm not tall, but I'm wide. Like I'm people like I'm thick, like my my I'm wide. I'm wide out like this. Like I'm a wider guy. So unless the woman's a all-out combative gorilla, I'm stronger than her. She's not gonna take me now. She's gonna have to need a bowling ball to hit me. Like you can't grapple me. You can't grab me. You can't even get or you can't cinch in nothing. You can't do nothing. All right. My shoulders are like there's there's stuff behind this. I'm thick. So the girl's gonna have to get into a grappling match. Guys. Women are smaller than you probably about 30 or 40 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 or 40 years ago, women were much, much smaller than men, much. With that being said, we've now gone to the point where most women, and I've been saying this and predicting this, I've been telling you in the, by 2030, most women will be larger than men, than many men, than half the population of men, larger. They out here doing squats, kickboxing, boxing, weightlifting, or they're going to 300 pounds. There's a video of a black guy with his girlfriend. Oh, man, I should pull it up. He's literally small and thin, and she weighs over 300 pounds. And he picked her up, and he was proud to have her. He was, he was, he was proud to have her. She was 300 pounds, a full 100 pounds more than him. Somebody said, pull it up. I'm going to see if I can find it in my history. History. And especially when it comes to the community. Y'all be, I don't know what it is, man, but, you know, it is, okay, I did find it faster than I thought. Let me see here. I found it. I didn't think I would find it. It was in my history along with them feet pictures. But this is what happens, and this is what happens. This is called social evolution, and literal evolution is right in front of our faces. So here it is. This, this is an example, and I'm not, listen, everybody has their preference, but this is him. He, look, he's, he, she's width-wise and damn near length-wise longer, bigger than him. She's a bigger human being than him. Let's continue here. Let's see. Be Charles, you know, Instagram Papa Flash. Let's get it. Period, baby. So it's a lot of people in my comments talking about, oh, we want to see your man pick you up. Cause he is he 300 pounds certified. Da, 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 da. I'm certified. <laughs> Little do they know you're the reason why this challenge exists. But let's shut everybody up. You're not getting a hundred dollars, but you definitely could get something else after this. But yeah, pick me up, baby. You can get something else. Now take a look at the width. Width. Right. Obviously, she's wider down, built heavier at the bottom. Most of it is badussy. I'm sorry. Most of it is uh, not badussy. Most of it is uh, booty do. 
Most of it is booty do. It looks like she has a big booty, but her stomach sticks out more than her booty do. So she got booty do, and that's what it is. But um, let's continue. So he knows, obviously, he knows. Yeah, that brother's starving. He knows that in order to pick her up, in order to pick her up, he's got to go underneath where the center of gravity. He's got to go to the center of gravity. Now, this could have ended very bad. This could have ended very bad because if he doesn't have good leg strength, you know what I mean? He If he grabs her around the booty do or around the waist, he's not going to be able to get leverage. That's going to be above her center of gravity. So he has to go really low, below the center of gravity and pick her up. Yeah. Boy, he on slides, too. He wearing <laughs> slides. So he got her up, man. He got her up. Oh, the humanity. He got her up. So he knows how to pick her up there. So it's not the first time he picked her up. But it's, let's just take a look at what I'm saying. Listen, you guys can have your body type. But what I'm saying is she is a larger human being than him. And this is what I'm talking about. We're keep promoting this culture where even our standards, you know, our, our, our lust allows us to say, okay, I don't mind this, right? But look at the evolution that's happening here. This woman is larger than him. This is new. This is not old. This is this was not present 40 years ago. Women that were considered large 40 years ago would look like a, 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 a what, what I would call them an in-betweener. She's a tweener. She's like close to skinny and close to fat at the same time. These women will be tweeners now. Now they're no longer tweeners. There's women that are just larger than you. And uh, there it is right there. There's my evidence. Here we go. Uh, let's see the remainder of it. He didn't have his weight belt ready to go. Let me see here. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, he almost dumped her on the back end. He almost dumped her down there. That would have been disastrous. <laughs> All right. So anybody could shut up. Respectfully. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, ninjas. Brothers, we're going to have to have a secret meeting. <laughs> we're going to have to have a secret meeting. We're going to have to have a secret. White folks. Not today. White people, we're going to have to dismiss you at some particular point one day. And we're going to have to get the only brothers on the stream because we got to have a long talk. Yeah, we got to have a long talk. Now, you do what you want to do with your lust. <laughs> you do what you want to have to do with your lust. But we our standards. is so bad, it's so bad that people going overseas with people and with the same standard, like literally over there, but they live in substandard and they go in airline tickets. Pew, 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 pew. Like what's going on, ladies? Aren't you offended by this? No government name coach. I tuned into F and F Friday night and there was a cute Asian girl on the panel. They asked if she date black men. Her answer is I've slept with black guys, but not interested in dating you guys. <laughs> I can't take your culture seriously. Oh, again, black men. He says, thanks. He says, they're laughing at us, brothers. <sighs> this is another tough conversation. We're going to have an all brother stream at one point. And brothers, I'll put a Patreon link where it's free. I know you don't want to spend any money. It'll be black men only stream. We have to understand that our culture died a long time ago. We don't have a black culture. Not one that people respect at all. Not one that people respect. And this is going to be a tough conversation. There is no black culture. 
it's been destroyed for the last 50, 60, 70 years if, if, if it was one that existed. And the black culture that is promoted, if you want to say, new, 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 new it's not a black order. culture. It's not a black culture because even other races of people will come in and say, if you don't celebrate that culture, they won't even call you black. They'll be like, what kind of black person are you? And you'd be like, that's not black culture. Oh, you are Uncle Tom. Even they will call you a Uncle Tom. And you're like, oh, my Lord. And so the black culture, even for black women, we'll talk about this one here, is some sort of drama um, and some of these reality shows. And the perfect proof of this, although people want to be mad, ladies, especially black women, we're going to have a black woman stream, too. I'll bring barbecue. I'll bring barbecue, ladies. I'll bring the barbecue. There's barbecue in there. I'll tell you the perfect example of what people deem as black culture. And I'm going to tell you how you see the evidence. The evidence is any other race of people or people that are in the reading rainbow or trans community, what kind of stereotypes do they promote when they try to relate to you? They do the dumb down, dumb attitude, neck rolling, finger popping, teeth sucking. Most They, they do the most dastardly version of blacks, twerking. And you guys love to accept it. Oh, you guys want that. Oh, see, she down. There was a white woman doing some little African dance. And it popped on my, on my Instagram or somebody shared it. And she was doing the whole African dance. It was a white woman. She was, her skin, her skin was totally pink from the head up all the way down to the feet. She had pink skin. And there was a black African woman sitting there next to her. And the video had massive views. Y'all just loved it. Oh, she got it. She got it. Anytime somebody dance in front of black women and y'all just love it. Oh, that, oh, she one of us. How is she one of you? How is she one of you? One of who? She one of you low-class people. That ain't no, just because you can dance, bruh. Mm. I'm tired, dude, I'm tired of that. I'm absolutely miserably tired of that. The only barrier of entry is dancing or knowing rap lyrics. Jesus Christ, dude, send the asteroid. I'm tired of that, bro. I'm, I don't even even know what to say, bro. I don't even know what to say. I'm tired of that. That, that got to be the worst representation. That's all they got to do is learn how to dance. The bar is low. And then those people who do that will turn around and call other black people who've been living black for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. They will say that you're not black if you don't do it. Bro, I'm I that that pisses me off more than anything. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, now go to white people and do the twist. Go to the suburbs. Go to the suburbs and do the twist. Do the Batman. Do the bat. Do the Batman. Do the sprinkler. Do the sprinkler, go to the suburbs and do the sprinkler, and then ask what happened. See if you can get into the gated community. See if you can get in the country club. Do the do the hava, nagila hava, nagila ha. Do that shit and see what happens if you get hired, if you get uh invited to the bar mitzvah. See if you can get bar do the <laughs> they still ain't bringing your ass unless you're the DJ or you one of the talent or the dancers. You ain't getting shit. But all of a sudden, you do the stanky leg, and now you in. You get a whole ghetto pass. 
Being black isn't what I'm trying to be, it's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are, so why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real sellout. Somebody said, what about the Carlton? You know who likes the Carlton? Black folks. <laughs> Black folks. They think that shit is funny. White folks be. <laughs> All right. You'd be like. All right. Anyway. Let me see here. And then I get my ghetto pass remote. Let me see here. Where are we at here? Steven Carmichael says, hey, coach, paying for SEX does not exonerate you from the alligators. And it doesn't. Nothing exonerates you. Look, dealing with women deal is dealing with women. I don't know if you're saying that the person is Stephen Carmichael, who you're saying for, saying for, but um, is that the person that you're referencing as a, let me see here. And I don't pay for sex. I'm just letting you know that. Don't put that on me. You pay for sex. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I don't pay for no sex. Nobody's endorsing anybody paying for any sex. Now, what we often are saying is you pay to access women. Now, that's a different conversation. So no man pay. Not, there's dudes that pay for sex. I don't acknowledge. The, I don't I don't support men paying for sex. No, I don't. So stop putting that out there. Now, you can do it if you want, if it makes you feel better. But we're talking about access. Do men pay for access? Yes, all. I don't care how you tip it. That's what it is. All right. It's access. If a person comes up to you and say, hey, here you go. Here's the price for this. I would say no. I don't care where I meet the person. Hey, how you doing? I like you. Here's what it'll cost. I, I'm running. <laughs> I would not engage with that person. I'd be like, oh, wow. Okay, great. All right, where do I sign up? If you go about it thinking of that way, yes, that would be paying for that particular thing. And I don't encourage you to do that because that's not going to be worth it. So anyway, shout out to Sufficient Funds, Free Agent Lifestyle for Life. He says, do women live for peace, quiet, and freedom like men? Nope. There are some very, uh, what do you call it, um, Wait a minute. I can't even think of the word. But there's some women that that um, naturally are, um, damn, what is the word? Well, they don't like to be out. They're homebodies. For some reason, that simple word is slipping my mind. They're homebodies. And we're going to get into the pay for the wedding thing right now. All right, speaking of paying for sex. But there's some women that are, uh, what is it? What, what is the word? Introverts. <laughs> I don't even know why I could not think of that word. But sometimes my mind goes blank. But there are women that are naturally introverts. They're homebodies. They don't like to engage in drama per se. But those girls are hidden drama figures. They deal with a lot of drama. And just because they're not dealing with drama in the public doesn't mean they don't deal with drama. Many times their family is their drama. So they are introverts. They live with a cousin, brother, sister, mother. And their drama is at home. So never believe a woman in this world can never live a day without no drama. They love drama. Like they would actually, they would actually, um, they would actually, um, 
You know what I mean? It's like taking the battery out of their back. They cannot live without some sort of drama. No way possible. No way possible. All women have drama. They're interested in drama. Most men that are raised by women, a lot of black men, they love drama. Like they'll sit in here and the, all of this red pill and they'll create drama and they want to see drama. It is what it is. You want other people to be in some sort of reality show. You cannot live without drama. Now, men can live their whole life without drama. A real man can live this whole life without any drama. We can isolate ourselves to a certain extent, to a certain extent, and be completely happy, content without shit, without shit going on. But that's their whole life, and you have to understand it. It's because they're social people. They like to stir the pot and walk away. They like to throw rocks and hide hands. Even when they say they're not dramatic, they're dramatic. It's just who they are. We have to accept this truth. Will you find someone who is the exception to the rule? You might. You might, but you're probably not going to. Even in their own family, there's drama. <laughs> Like, they'll be like, I'm not drama. I hate drama females. Then you talk to their cousin, their grandmama, their mama, and their sisters, nephews. And she the biggest drama person in the whole entire family. And much of it is because she wants to isolate herself. And the other part of the family wants drama. And that's drama in itself. She's like, I don't want to be a part of this shit over here, but I can't afford to live by myself. Drama. We call them drama mamas. No government name, BH says he sends a super chat over there on Cash App. Let me continue with the show here. We're going to get to the, we're in the two-hour mark. Oh, I know what time it is. It's definitely time for a commercial. We're going to bring you back on the story about the woman who wants to make the man pay $250,000 for the wedding. Here we go. Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we back in here. Hit the like button. We're going to get into the main event of the show. We got two main events. We got a double main event. All right, two-hour mark. Yeah, that means we going three and a half hours for Shiggity. We got the woman calls a man broke for not paying $250,000 for a wedding. And I'm thinking I'm going to have to fair use this. I'm pretty sure most of these reality shows 
have um, an audio version of where they um, where they detect the audio, unfortunately. So I'm going to play a quick clip on this one. And this comes from a reality show. We'll read the article about who these people are, but this gives you a frame of reference. They come from 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 Jamat. Jam, sorry, they come from some drama show. And as you can see here, she uh, costs a lot of money. People say you pay for sex and I don't pay for sex and paying for sex. Guys, look at this. Look at this. Like, where does you don't pay come into the equation? This woman's paying, this dude's paying an awful lot for some sex. And from this person right here who got hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of weave on her face. Let's continue. Herve to be somebody's wife. $250,000. $200,000. The type of wedding you want, that's how much it costs. Uh-huh. You're bugging the we're going to invest that. My job as a man is to hold the household down and she hasn't worked in years. I'm not spending a quarter million dollars on a wedding. I'm not doing it. So, so, how, so, you. So, so you have no plans on getting married? I have plans on getting Let's go to City Hall. I'm not a City Hall bitch. Cause about to get left. Like I'm telling you right now. At the end of the day, I love you more than life itself. But you gotta be easy with all this. Love ain't I'm enough. You. How long you plan on being broke? broke? I don't know. We're broke. I your mouth. You That's saying not it costs too much? That's, That's smart. Broke people behavior. That's smart. All right. Listen, you call it broke. You know what I'm just saying? Leave and see what your ass gonna be. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll come back and break that part of the stream down there. She had a lot to say about this individual, and they're supposedly getting married. They're supposed to be, <laughs> they're supposed to be getting married. This this couple is supposed to be getting married, and she called him broke people behavior. So let's break down so what we can see here. Yes, this does come from a reality show. And um, wow, I don't know why you would marry a woman like that, but allegedly they still married. They still married. Let's continue. Black men accused, black man accused of broke people behavior for not spending $250 on the wedding, and it sparks a debate. One of the things that I've been warning the black community about in particularly is our issues related to dating, who pays, who pays for the wedding and all these things. When in fact, when in fact we got a, an ad here, <laughs> we got an advert here. One of the things that we don't understand is that because we lack family, we're putting expectations on people that really are supposed to be traditionally the family's responsibility. Let me give you an example. There was a thing called a bride price. A bride price is an example of a family member contributing something to the bride in order to access the woman. But because the woman's independent and came from a broken home, then they don't have the ability to have this sort of exchange. Now, the family doesn't pay for the wedding. And like in most cultures, the Greek culture, the Jewish culture, even the European culture, even the Latino commercial, these people pay for this. That means the father saves up or the father of the bride saves up. And they save up and the family pays. There's also something called the dowry, where the dowry is now illegal almost everywhere, even in India, where the dowry is the price that the other party pays in order to bring, um, in order to support the wedding and the family, give the family a head start. But for some reason, in this so-called black culture, we get in these discussions about paying 50-50 for dates and paying for dates, who should pay. And you guys don't understand you guys can't even get out of the basic blocks for dating. This is step number one. 
not only that, in terms of getting married, it's step number one. It's reprehensible. Let's talk about another talking point here. The way black men are treated. And I've been saying this for a while, and I don't harp on black issues too much. But I will say there is a massive level of disrespect for black men, especially black men who are able to find themselves money. Even the women that one you want to associate with will treat you like garbage and call you broke when they know you have the money to spend on them. I cannot tell you. We talked about Cam Newton. We talked about a lot of black men who have risen to great levels of prominence in our American culture. And we still as black men can't get no respect, especially from black women. And it is sad. Doesn't mean the other race of women give us any respect either, but there are examples where you can get it a little bit better, even with from black women, right? Or at least light, bright and almost white black. women. Okay. So it's pathetic of how black men are treated, especially black men that are successful, right? Let's continue with this article, a recent clip from the Love and Hip Hop New York, which I've never seen in which a cast member, that's all of I've ever seen here, in which a cast member accuses his, her fiance of broke people behavior because he doesn't want to spend a quarter of a million dollars. Ladies, a quarter of a million dollars on their wedding has people weighing in. During the 58-second snippet, Brooklyn-based rapper Fresher, I believe that's pronounced, and his fiance, Jen Jen Coriano is she might be Latin, she might be a Latina, okay. Um, somebody says, Why are dowries illegal? Well, because women are treated as property and we cannot have that, although they treat themselves like a piece of property and we can't have that. It says right here, Is she a Latina? Oh, Italian, I, Italian, you say she's Italian, which there you go. The clip starts with Jen saying, quote, I deserve to be somebody's wife in a confessional session, then cuts to the two having a conversation. $250,000, which you heard of that, the type of wedding you want, that's how much it costs. You're bugging the F out. We're going to invest that, Fresher says to Jen. And that's the conversation that a lot of people should be having. Unfortunately, people like make a lot of money and they don't invest it or they invest it stupidly. At least he is thinking long term about that. And I agree with him. There's no reason just because you have $250,000 doesn't mean you need to spend it on a wedding. You don't need to spend it on a wedding. But I think he also said, let's just go to see the judge. Let's go to the city hall. And that's somewhat lowball as well. But listen, I say don't marry the woman, but you want to lowball it. Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. He followed up in the confessional scene saying that my job as a man is to hold the household down. And she hasn't worked in years. Again, this is a red flag. This is a red flag. These are things that you should talk about before you even think about getting married. And uh, this is what happens. You want to deal with the old Fred Astaire, the old lovey-dovey stuff, and then you don't have the tough conversations. Guys, I made this mistake myself. You have to have the tough conversations up front. You're going to have to have the tough conversations up front, or they'll come to the back end and they'll be very costly. He says he's not spending quarter million dollars on a freaking wedding the scene cuts back i don't know why they're giving the play-by-play and he says so you plan on getting married fresher says he does but suggests they go to city hall (laughs) now he could try that he's the one in the power position and what we have to understand is men you're in the power position before you marry you're in the power position before you marry once you marry 
you remove yourself, you abstain from the power position legally. I know you're the man of the house. I'm the man of the house. And the woman does as I say. However, according to the state, that is not true. You are, you are not in the power position. You are in the negative position. All right. That thing keeps flashing. And she says, I ain't no city hall, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Stop saying city hall because your ass ain't about to get. Why am I doing the play-by-play on this? All right. They doing the play-by-play. Twitter says, Twitter user says, uh, it says right here, she's criticizing Carino for her stance. She doesn't want to be a wife. She just wants an expensive wedding. So we know this of American women as well. And American women need to adapt. They need to stop calling men cowards and scared of commitment because they don't want these weddings or to get married. Until women acknowledge, and there are a lot of women who are now acknowledging the fact that it does not suit men to get married. Women need to understand that there is a lot of predatory women that will use men, get themselves a wedding, and then only to divorce him years later. And they have a term for that called a starter husband. And they would love to have their starter husband be somebody that is very frivolous with money, especially when it comes to her. Now, we're still discussing if men pay or not, and we are still stuck with who pays and who doesn't. Let's put this issue to bed. This is 2023, guys. This is 2023. All men pay. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) stop with the bullshit. And I'm not saying one form of payment is the other, but I will say it's cheaper when you go up front as opposed to the back end. For instance, let's take it off sex. If I have a prenup up front, it's cheaper up front than the back end. You see, stop making this about sex. This is called access, access to women. If you don't carry your what you're supposed to do up front on the back end, there's a price. Let's go back to Andrew Tate. You're going to be lover boy. You're going to be I'm going to bang hoes. Yes, up front, he decided I'm going to swindle these women out of their draws. And then he did the whole numbers game. And he's right now with a whole bunch of allegations on the back end. See, whether it's true or not, that's the price you pay. There's always a price when you're talking about accessing women. They're never rare, they're rarely ever free. And the ones that are free, they were trash compactors to begin with. They were trash to begin with. The ones that were free were garbage. To, I don't care what she looked like. I don't care. It is what it is. Write down what you want in this life. Write down what you want in this life. What is it that you want? Write it down. Show me the free stuff. There's nothing on this list that is free. Let's stop fooling yourself. And don't tell me that the woman weren't trash that you dealt with because why did you toss her ass to the side? Why did you disregard her? Why did you throw her to the side? Why did you ghost her? Why did you pump and dump her? Because she's garbage. Let's just have the conversation as men. You don't want to have this conversation, do you? You want to keep acting like I I just got off the turnip truck. The reason why you kept pumping, dumping, and discarding her because she was garbage from your perspective. So was it really something you got when you ate out of the garbage? Was it really you got garbage for free and you're congratulating yourself? Let's get back to the conversation. (laughs) You lost, she won. And somebody said, are you glad he got hemmed up? Why would I be glad? Listen, I don't wish jail 
are you new here? Are you new here? I don't wish jail or death on anyone or a divorce. But if it happens to you, I'm going to give you the damn blowback. I'm going to give you how it happened. Sit your punk ass down with your superhero sitting in the pen. And I hope he gets out. Pump and dumpers dump and pump trash. This is why they pump and dump. They paid in that their soul is now connected to garbage. So don't come in over here with them big leopard panties and put them in my face that you out here winning with 304s. Continuing. <laughs> Continuing. Says right here, she doesn't want to be a wife. She just wants an expensive, expensive wedding. She says, I wish black men would find a woman that appreciates all that you provide and stop enabling the ungrateful ones. The ungrateful ones. You're dealing with a lot of ungrateful women because they can paint their face like demolition or the road warriors. They can attach hair to their skull like clowns. And for some reason, because she has the, she has the audacity to have the body fat spread in the, the ways that seem to excite you, you give them wifely duties, and then you're out here looking at other women because they're built like ice cream boxes, all right? Or they built like SpongeBob SquarePants. You want to ignore them. Then wonder why we keep getting in these situations. Another Twitter user weighed in. Some agreed with this person. It says right here, it's her not even trying to compromise. Okay, you don't want City Hall, and he doesn't want to spend 250K. So meet somewhere in the middle, a woman said. And she said, plus, how's she going to call him broke? And she's the one not working. We need to have that conversation, too. We need to have that conversation, too. How are you calling him broke people behavior and you don't have a job? And why is he allowing her to not have a job? Another woman says, if this is her perception about finances and money now, imagine how she's going to be after marriage. This is a red flag. Again. This is a conversation that we need to have. This person gets it. Women get it. Women get it. You're going to pay. And if this woman thinks this now, when you marry her, it's going to be even more expensive. The back end's always more expensive than the front end. And this woman gets it, but you guys don't get it. She even's figuring this out. Boy, she's going to be a mess when they get married and even when they get divorced. And many women have this perception about finances. You're just a money tree to them. Of course, you don't pay. Sometimes, I'm sorry, something about calling dude broke when you haven't worked for years. Okay. And he thinks he probably has a traditional wife. I got a traditional girl that cooks and cleans. Let's just bring this back to the forefront. The most dangerous woman, according to divorce attorneys in divorce court. I'm going to let you guys answer this. Somebody says, buddy, tall coach. I know. Look, we have to understand he's tall. He's muscular and rich. And look how he's being treated or look how he's accepting being treated. There you guys go. Who is the most dangerous person who has the most, according to divorce attorneys, you're going to lose worse in court or have the worst court experience. It's housewives. It's stay at home mothers. But you want a traditional woman that cooks. 
And according to the legal system, according to the experienced divorce attorneys, they're the worst to go toe-to-toe with in the family court. They're the worst. Because they're the most delusional. They're probably going to be the one that restrict the kids from you, meaning, hey, I raised them. I stayed at home with them. He should only get weekends because he was all at work, focusing on his career, restricting me from my career, making me sacrifice my job years to stay at home. So I'm not going back to work now that it that I want to divorce him. So, yeah. So you guys want traditional women, but you don't realize they're the ones that you paid the steepest penalty from. I'm going to say this. Free women cost the most. I've said this since 2018. One of my earliest videos was free women cost the most. I hate to keep educating you guys. There's always a payment. Free women cost the most. In essence, traditional women cost the most. The women that say, my love don't cost a thing, cost the most. It's the biggest scam going. And it's been the biggest scam going. And at some particular point, let me give you another one because a lot of guys will know there's people that marry. What about the people that stay married? I'm going to give you another phrase that associates with free women cost the most. Listen, listen quick. It's cheaper to keep her. Hmm? That's the same. That's the same thing. It's just that you realized, oh shit, free women cost the most. It's the same thing that's, it's cost more on the back end. It costs more to get rid of her. It costs more to divorce her. See, the free women cost the most ends up being it's cheaper to keep her. And you don't pay. And pay for play. Are you paying for sex? Oh, no, no. You get her. What? Huh? Let's have this conversation. Let's get to the real, man. I'm not here to bullshit you. I don't blow smoke up your rear end. Nor do I go to one segment of the male space to agree with. I'm the free agent lifestyle. It's only CGA. I don't link up with other persons and call it a big ass group. So I can have the protections of others so they can come cape for my ass when I have my philosophy out here. It's only me. We free agents. You're free to have your own thought and live your own life according to how you want to live it. We not one big group where we all just going to cut up videos and protect each other and sent for each other. No, I'm on my own over here. And I tell you what the real is. I don't need nobody else to cape for me. The real is all men pay. I don't care what little diced up group you're in, you're paying. You either pay up front or the back. You either pay a little up front or more in the back. You either say this woman's free in doing this because she likes me and then find out the reality on the back end. Boom. How you want to do it? Pimps pay. Isms pay. PUAs pay. Everybody paying. Now, if we can just put that issue to bed and stop trying to prove which way is the worst, which I'm going to say marriage is the worst, but it's even irrelevant. There's payment. Can we agree? Moving forward, even if you pump and dump low-quality trash, you paid for trash, period. Now, moving on, <laughs> they don't want to do it. Your ego is too big. Your ego is too big. The cope life is too big. And you saying, I'm coping. Look at this. We're discussing a man. Look at this, gentlemen. This is how, this is how fragile the male ego is. You want to think that you're the best man. I get it. 
I'm going to give you three stories once again. Story number one, Trevor Bauer lost $100 million for two nights of consensual sex. That's not paying. Number two, Andrew Tate is in jail right now with a bunch of skeezers lying on his salami, allegedly. Where he at? Yep, that don't pay. That's not pay. He lost a $300,000 car collection overnight. That's not paying. Number three, this dude's trying to figure out how not to pay $250,000 for a wedding. We're not talking about paying. What are we doing? What are we doing? We got a man, Chris Beard, lost his whole job because his fiance, which he was getting for free, cost him a $30 million contract. Emilia Doka went out to bang a, uh, a master splinter chick at his job, lost out on a potential $100 million payoff over 10 years. What? What? Stop. Somebody says 30 million, I meant to say. Sorry, did I say 300,000? 300 million. What are we doing? Come on, man. Y'all don't want to take that L. Because it's a hierarchy. Men deal with this ego thing where we, oh, I got it bigger and I got it all figured out until you don't got it figured out. <laughs> and then you realize what happened. Till you end up in divorce court. Till you end up saying it's cheaper to keep her. So you end up with your girlfriend putting false name, false accusations on your name. You guys always think the money goes from one hand to the other. No, that's not what you pay with. Sometimes you pay with your life. Sometimes you pay with your freedom. Sometimes you pay with you losing access to your kids. Sometimes you pay with your reputation. Sometimes you lose your job. Come on. When you figure it out, it's a cheat code. You're no better than the next man. And these people, these women are out here, a lot of them apex predators looking for you to simp, looking for you to get caught lacking. <laughs> get caught lacking. Oh, we got the females I deal with pay me. We got this delusional shit going on. We got this delusional shit going on. The females I deal with pay me. Oh, don't get me started. Now we got this delusional shit. <laughs> they pay me. You know, I'm just saying we got this shit going on. This guy got the equivalent of $5,000 in payment over years in PlayStations and Jordans and payments to child support and low-end apartments. And here we go with this clown shit. We talking about PlayStations now. We talking about payment and going to Red Lobster. See, I can't deal with people. We talking about do-rags and hair pomade and jeans from guests and triple fat goose and cross colors. This is what we're doing in FUBU jeans. Come on, brother. Mm. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. We got half one rent paying dudes in Section 8 apartments and housing projects dudes in here now. I mean, they pay me. We got dudes getting restaurant trips to Chili's now bragging. I don't know what to tell you.
There ain't enough a woman makes that can pay me. <laughs> we can't do it. Carl Kanai sweats and uh, velour jeans and hats cocked to the side, dude, with the straight bill guy in sitting here. Mm. With this circus bullshit. I don't know what to tell you. Like, how much do you, how little do you make to depend on a woman paying you? Like, what? What can a woman pay me? A woman says, coach, how much money do you need me to pay you so I can look at your fat rolls all night? How much money, coach, do I need to take care of you? Woman, there's no price in the world for that. She's paying you to put up with bullshit. That's what she's paying you to do. And it ain't a steep payment at that. There ain't no woman that what Mackenzie Bezos will have to walk in the office right now. Mackenzie. Okay. Now we can talk 43 billion, please. <laughs> All right. This is absolutely reprehensible, man. I don't know what we're doing. We got to change our mindset. QFC. QXC. Let's talk about this goofball. He was nominated for. He was not. He was nominated for a simp of the year. Let's get to this one. This will be the last of the double main event. All right, here we go. Right here, QSC debunks claims he and Adept were married following an on-stream incident. And uh, if you don't know who QXC is, he's a popular streamer on Twitch, and of course, streaming makes a lot of money. And here it is right here. He's had a conversation, which we're going to show you the clip. Apparently, let me see here. Apparently, um, he's been claiming to not be married to a OnlyFans stop. There she is right there. If you can see her on the screen, OnlyFans thizop, what you would call an OnlyFans model, or what is the equivalent of someone who's recorded while getting money, which would be a prostitute. Mm. Recorded doing interactions for money which would be a prostitute. A Twitter post made on January 8th that has been rocking the streaming community suggests that Twitch powerhouse Felix XQC, I can't pronounce his last name, and content creator, OnlyFans content creator, Samantha Adept Lopez, appeared to have a secret marriage to each other and are filing for divorce. Now, if you don't know the irony of this one, Andrew Tate and him had a great debate, which let me see if I can pull up. I'm going to say XQC and Andrew Tate. Before, this is the, I'm going to say this again. This was the incident that got Andrew Tate to the position. One of the things that got him to go viral, right, and reach middle schoolers. It was his, um, let me see here, Andrew Tate. It was his rant against Andrew Tate that, that, took, that took Andrew Tate to a new height. I'm not going to use his. I'm going to use someone else's. Let's go to Aiden Live. Let me see here. I'm going to use somebody else. Let's go to Andrew. This is Andrew Tate's page. Is this legitimately Andrew Stace page? How's he act on YouTube? He has a check mark and everything. All right, let's see here. So this is it right here. I didn't think he had a Twitter. He has a YouTube page. All right, anyway, this is Andrew Tate. Remember this? Everybody remembers this, where he had the woman massaging him. Well, down here is XQC. This was the big event. This was the big, this was Kevin. This was the Kevin Samuels, your average at best. Um, Thing for Andrew Tate and it actually exposed him to the middle schoolers who follow XQC and then of course now the middle schoolers are ranting about Andrew Tate and then 
now that that was what got him pulled down. This is the event right here. Anyway, our duty. Yes, everyone, because the water is so fucking freezing. Let me see here. Die. So whoever guaranteed train, oh, nothing's on. guaranteed. Well, even if she. So this is XQC simping. You, you see him. Primitive brute. Let me finish. OK, dude, let me finish. Fair use. I, I refuse to believe that uh, being smart Holy enough that to own a computer Holy in this call shit. is that fucking stupid. OK, if you're oh, bro, 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 can I finish? You see him simping. Let's say let's say no, 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 no. I got it for you. OK. All right, so he was putting Andrew Tate in all of these crazy scenarios, asking him this, asking him that, and he was completely disagreeing with everything Andrew Tate was saying, and he was just going above and beyond simping. Like, it was like, what is going on here? Like, it was like unbelievable simping and or caping. Now, what we always tell guys is not it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. A lot of guys will be like, no, not me. They go into full Hafiz mode. Coach, not me. My girl's different. It'll never happen to me. She would never do that. She said she would never do that. <laughs> Here it is right now, not even six months later. He got hemmed up with a divorce and allegedly a restraining order. Yeah, when you marry 304s, they will through do 304 activities. So now he's caught looking stupid says right here, it says they were secretly married, and we'll go through that. It says right here, somebody tweeted a picture of what they claim to be public record of the streamer duo's divorce filings in Texas as of November 20 and 22. The post went viral on our live stream fail before being deleted hours after a clip of a depth showing up at QF XQC's, KFC's at this point, um, house on his last stream gain significant traction on reddit now we're just getting into the gossip world here but let's show you there's a short video of her busting in the house saying you're violating court orders and of course i don't have it in order but he shut down the stream and this is the point right here fair use let's go ahead and go to this part of the stream this is xqc twi um twitching is it twitching yes i am not married i was never married Okay, and <laughs> he's shuffling. Honestly, um, like everybody has been watching the stream for like six years. Okay, I think he's from French Canadians. He from Montreal. All right, he definitely has a Montreal connect. So now he's shuffling, saying he was never married. Yeah, I'm a. There's a picture here we're gonna show you here of you guys trying to finesse the legal system, and the woman is cool with it until she's not cool with it, and then she's gonna file a way to find a way to uh, finesse you. I am not married. I was never married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to find out. Honestly, um, like everybody has been watching the stream for like six years. Okay. Know my exact mindset about this. Yeah. And you tried to finesse the system. They know my exact mindset. Yeah. What? Everybody knows my, 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 um, what? Word for word. What? Uh, uh, things they've been saying. What? What? What the hell are you talking about? Shuffling. Hey, look. Now he tried to hold masculine frame. Now he wish he listened to Andrew Tate. All right. Now he wish he listened to Andrew Tate. So now he's shuffling. Unfortunately, she busted in the crib with that restraining order. Let's go ahead and show that. And this guy's, oh, by the way, allegedly here, this is a record that was posted here. Somebody recorded it. Boy, the internet, the internet don't lose. This is allegedly the certificate of record of the actual marriage. 
And uh, of course, you can't see it here. This is what was posted. This is allegedly going to say that they have some sort of marriage and divorce filing with Samantha Lopez and Felix. Uh, his last name is there in the matter of Samantha Lopez and Felix. Somebody, I don't know. Maybe our man Henry Resilient can get on this. There's apparently here a order for a divorce filing petitioner there is listed and I can't really see it as unclear, but there it is right there. And they went to it and they're right there. Oh, it got a little clearer for her. Thank you. Petitioner, Samantha Lopez respondent, Felix. And there's the last name there with the attorneys retained and what date. And well, we won't put that up there, but there's the, the attorney's information. Original petition filed by the petitioner right there. 11 and 22 motion right there. Proposed order docket and a temporary what we call a tro a temporary restraining order and it says a cancel restraining order i don't know why it's canceled but that's going to be relevant because she did bust up on him she did bust up on him uh during a stream saying that uh she's doing what women do which is then use the legal assist uh system against you let me see if i can find the point of the stream where she says Okay, here it is right here. Boy, they got everything right here. And at some particular point, this will be me on the internet. So as you can see here, he is Twitch streaming in the corner upper left portion of the screen right here. You're going to hear short audio, which means he went to the door, he opened the door, or he had a confrontation with this girl while he was streaming, and he left the microphone unmuted. When I take a break, I mute the microphone. And I make sure the camera's off and I make sure something else is playing on the background just so you don't catch me lacking. Let's hear what happened here. And you will see the true nature of dealing with relationships in America. The woman's once you get on the legal side, you're asked out. Listen closely. It's a short clip. So they're arguing, kind of arguing, or we'll say discussing something in the background. Here we go. Oh, my God. Shut up. My God. Oh. All right, so there's where he mutes it. Now, what happens was he realized he was streaming and unmuted, so he rushed back to get muted. What she says was, you're violating the temporary restraining order. But before he said it, before she said it, he tried to overtalk her so that didn't get caught. Let's play it again. Oh, my God. Shut up. My God. So she said it first, kind of in the background, and he knew she was going to say it again. So now she's playing the old court of public opinion in the legal game. Okay. Sad. And if anybody wants to know, am I going to cover the Kanai, Kanai, the Kai Sinet thing? We're going to do that this evening as well. So as you see, guys, it's complicated. Even when you don't, even when you don't, I'm sorry, even when you do try to finesse the system, cover your bases, it gets tough. You try to act like you're not married, and the woman says, no, we're married. Now, they might not be married legally, but she says so. Oh, I'm going to give you something an attorney once told me. Then we're going to do the super chats. I walked in the attorney's office, and I said, well, what if there's a situation where I think we're not legally married? Meaning if you might have had a wedding somewhere in a destination, you had a, 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 a civil event, you had an event only with a pastor. You never filed a marriage certificate. Uh, what if you just did some cultural thing? You walked over coals to symbolize that you're married. You jumped the broom. You got married in the backyard, right? 
Now, the divorce attorney told me that, look, you can try all that shit if you want. It's just going to make it complicated if the woman challenges that. Meaning if you found somebody, uh, if you lived in the neighborhood and you introduced the, the person as your wife, if she's lived with you for a significant portion of time, if she received mail, if you've changed your life insurance policy to include this information as your wife, right? Because you signed up and the woman says, well, I won't get legally married, but I want life insurance. Let me be on the policy. And it says next to her name, spouse, you're married. She's going to bring that to court and say, yes, we didn't get a legal thing. This is if she challenges it. And this is where lead attorney can come in. Okay. This is when they challenge it again. You can have the legal protections in there as a man. But if she challenges it, it's another story. If she just says, oh, I'm going to take this L, which not a lot of women do. I'll just take the L. We weren't legally married. You got over on me. And she walks away. Then you won. But if they do find ways to challenge you, I receive mail. I was listed as a spouse on this, this, and this. I was listed on our title company as a spouse. I was listed in the bank, bank statement as a spouse. I was introduced to our neighbors as a spouse. That could be enough. It could be enough to challenge it. Somebody says, in my state, that's Henry Resilient. That will get challenged on the grounds that they acted like husband and wives. Some states still have common law marriage. So this is where you're dealing with the system where you're trying to get around. Oh, I'll just get somebody to marry me on the sandy beach and it won't count. Fine. It won't count until it needs to count. And if she challenges it, then you got to pay for her challenging it. Right. Insurance policies. Yeah. Insurance policy. Who's the spouse? Who's the beneficiary? Why would you leave a beneficiary to a long term girlfriend? Well, uh, on the on the form, you put spouse and you put her name. Right. Car insurance, it, it's everywhere. So, guys, the system, if you will, the matrix have their base covered. And a lot of dudes think they're somewhat clever. The most clever thing you can do is keep your girl in line so that she doesn't have to use this and weaponize it in this situation. XQC thought he had masculine frame. He thought Andrew Tate was an imbecile. Unfortunately, Andrew, Andrew Tate was trying to give him truth. And he's now finding out that truth, that it's real in the field. All right. Anyway. Let me do the super chats. It's real in the field and it's getting real in here. It's getting real. I know a lot of guys and what, what guys are doing is coping and hoping. Oh, I'm going to do this way. Coach, how do I do this? How do I hide my money? How do I get separate, separate bank accounts? How do I get married without the system? How do I, guys, really, you're just trying to do hope. That's all hope. Unfortunately, you're trying to make some shit happen. And hopefully, like, I hope I don't need this. <laughs> Until you do need it. Until you do need it. Now what? Somebody says Texas is big on common law. Uh-oh. We got a lot of PayPal's. Texas is big on common law. So he's in trouble. Mm. That's the worst place to be. Grease Man, Texas. Hiking and camping is relaxing. Camped and hiked several times in Big Bend National Park in Chisos Mountain in a tent with an axe and firearm in case of black bears, mountain lions, and two-legged creatures trying to roll up on me, give it a try. He's telling y'all brothers to get some culture. All right, get some culture. Man, you know what I mean? Like, some people that are country boys, whether you're white, black, Latino, you know, these people have been country boys for a long time. El Ranchero, um, you know, many of the earliest cowboys were black men. 
Um, if you look it up, a lot of them in the 1800s in the old West, black men, Latino men, white men. This is how white men learn cowboy shit. They learned it from the black men and the Latino men that were in those areas. <laughs> right. So these men been loan for a long time. They've been loan for a long time that being out one with nature, being out in the woods, being out camping and all that is what it is. Right. That's where it's at. Y'all want to think everything in the metropolis is where it's at. This is why we congregate. Oh, I'm think I want to not leave out the Native Americans as well. The Native Americans as well. So, you know, a lot of these people have been learning that living out on the range in peace, quiet, and freedom is where it's at as men. All right, shout out to Jesus Ramirez. He says, last Friday, Newsom was inaugurated. He says, you should have seen the mouth-breathing oxygen thief Normie Gumps out here in Sacramento. Yeah, we tend to congregate in metropolises. And shout out to Gavin Newsom. Somebody says, nah, Coach, black men were the original Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's stories that will show you that. There's stories that will show you that. And this is why people will say they call them boys. You know, I don't know. I don't know the history of it truly, truly. But you can see there's documentation of it, uh, Cowboys. But there's a whole story behind that I really can't tell you. I don't know the true history behind it. But I've seen people talk about it and discuss it. Um, and if that's the case, that's the case. Jacob L., he says, took my woman shopping on Saturday. And while she was in the fitting room, she overheard some 304s talking about her saying, who else wears extra small shirts anymore? One also asked, should I just take off the tag and walk out? <laughs> Those are winning. <laughs> yeah, if you realize how much they steal, how much they wear clothes and take back and keep the tags on, it's despicable. Like you would be, you know, get a red pill job. They leave the tag on, they wear the clothes out, and they take it right back to the stove. Shout out to, we'll call you John R. He says, Coach, you should have a monthly show with the top 10 reprehensible moments of the month. Oh, that should be good. Maybe I'll do it as a short version. Short version. That's good stuff. Thank you. We got uh, a couple more PayPals, and then I'm going to get on. Kalen says, I've noticed that when men speak on no fap or semen retention, there's usually tend to be men who are in a relationship or maybe they don't want to follow monogamy. All right. I don't know how to get more into depth into that. There's people that are pro and cons to that. Again, you make your own choice in life, but I always tell men you need a break. Take a break, man. Take a break. It'll give you clarity. Take a break from chasing hoes. Not everybody in here is the type of guy that wants to be a free agent. You need to take a break from chasing hoes for real. And it will give you clarity. For real. I mean, just, just take a break from dating. Take a break from relationships. Now, the reason why women kind of are chaotic is that they rarely ever take a break. They rarely ever take a break. They hop from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. They never take a break. Das Tokens, I was on my weekend five-mile run, and this older couple was walking their dog. The man had a dog leash and moved out of the way and said, move it well to the woman. In the middle of the sidewalk, the husband chuckled and she moved. He said that to his wife. Oh, boy. Okay. You're not less of a man. You're not quitting for taking a break. Man, did he get away with calling his wife that? I had a funny interaction with the husband and wife couple 
at Lowe's the other weekend, and but I'll share that later. Sam says, Coach, I've been monk mode just for over a year now, and what makes me the happiest is that I own my own time. I don't never want to give up that again. He says, I don't think I'll ever be in another relationship. It's just not worth it. Junior college all the way. Love from the United Kingdom. Shout out to you, man. I could not, definitely not cohabitate. I think cohabitation is definitely off the table for me. Cohabitation and marriage is definitely off the table. Um, in terms of monogamy, that's off the table too. I'll never, ever be monogamous again. Uh, so there goes long-term relationships unless the person is completely open to that. That's the only way. So I just don't see any benefit. I mean, there's some pros and cons to it too. There's some trade-offs. Not that it's the best lifestyle for all men. I just been there, done that. I don't see any benefits for me. I don't see enough benefits for me to do it. Okay. I don't see it at all. There's only a, maybe one or two times that I'd be like, oh, maybe. But even then, it's like, nah, not worth it. Das Token says the bourgeoisie Negro culture is thriving. He says we're the only culture that matters. And it's an underground culture. <laughs> it's an underground culture. It is thriving. But a lot of these people, uh, sometimes they, um, I can go into that more. We got, did I get Miles? Shout out to the coach gang from Miles Chumley. I have an honest question. Do multicultural societies work? Like here in America, there are so many cultures, but nobody identifies as American. We are divided at the hip for, from tribalism. And he says, Egypt and Rome weren't like this. Well, there's a great disdain that people have against being American. Unfortunately, when you go to any other country, you're an American. Okay, so that's the one thing you don't understand about when you leave here and you go somewhere else. You're American. I don't care what color you are. You reside from your country. Your nationality is American, right? What's your nationality? I'm American. They perceive you as American. But what we do have is a lot of segregation and we want everybody to acknowledge everybody's culture. I get it. I get it. But um, what tends to happen with that is because we want to acknowledge the negatives that other people have done to us because that's what our foundation is on. So we often have this arms race of who's most important, who's had the most trauma, who's done been done the worst, who needs some money, who got paid reparations, who didn't. And it's a constant honor my sob story. Shit. Honor my sob story, and it gets kind of burdensome and tiresome. So, you know, African-American culture have definitely not been acknowledged for the traumas that have been done. So then when we raise our voice and say, look, America's never apologized for the position. They've never apologized for slavery. They've never apologized for the Tuskegee experiment. They've never apologized for putting crack into the communities and having it ravaged. They never apologized for promoting gangster rap through the record labels. They never apologized for the civil rights, Jim Crow era, nothing. Not once. And so when the blacks, when blacks, um, um, uh, Martin Luther King assassination and Malcolm X, they never apologize for one thing. So when blacks say, hey, we've had trauma in our past that's never been resolved. It's an honest point. But then what happens? Then the Native Americans come in. What about the Trail of Tears? Then the Latinos come in. What about Texas and California? Then the French come in. I mean, then it gets out of control. Then women come in. Then men come in. Then white people be like, we don't want to acknowledge our ancestors' trauma on everybody. <laughs> then it becomes a clown show. Then the gays come in. Then the Jews come in. It's just. Then they try to trump you. Then they try to trump. 
then the Jews come in and be like, "We, well, you weren't even here, bro. You was way over there in Germany and Poland. What are you talking about? But then they come in and they get all the sob story. Then they get all the money. Then they skedaddle. Then the Chinese people come in and talk about all the railroad track that they laid in the old West. Then the gay cowboys in San Francisco come in. Then, then it's nonstop. Mm. Then it's a, then the black then the then the overweight women come in. Then the uh, uh, ugly incels come in. Then everybody comes in. So it's clown world at that point. And this is our country. This will forever be our country. We're divided. When essentially we're American. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all American. Whether you like it or not, or want to reject it or not, we're American. Yeah, the Japanese come in and was like, well, in California in World War II, and then they get a check cut by putting in two internment camps because they thought they were. Anyway, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Shout out to Miles. I see you, man. That's that's what I want to talk about there on that question. That's an honest one. So uh, until that's resolved, good luck. Buckle up. Nobody's going to be one unit as a people. The only way that happens is if the immigration affects it. Shout out to Dots Token says a guy I went to middle school and high school with was just got divorced by his Kaylee wife after having his kids. He just sold his house and moved to Tennessee. He owns a multi-million dollar decor business. He just jumped into a new relationship with a girl with a BBL <laughs> new train wreck in the on the way. Mm. One thing that guy is not going to do is take a break. All right, the worst thing he's going to do is remarry that second woman. All right, don't, I always tell divorce men, you get a divorce, wait five to seven years to jump back into a serious relationship. Five to seven years, you get a divorce, a legal divorce. Five to seven years, you should not be in another legit relationship. You shouldn't think about remarriage until at least 10 years. And if you think about remarriage, have somebody kick you all up in the where the sun don't shine at least once so you can feel that pain as a reminder because you'll forget you'll forget tell them to kick you between you know what i can't even describe it anatomically kick you in the lower part of the pelvis bone there's a tailbone they call it the tailbone but there's a have them kick you what's the tailbones the the definition let me see here somebody will know it tailbone uh scientific name It's uh the coccyx, yes. <laughs> oh, I should have known it. It's the coccyx. Tell them to kick you in the coccyx. So you can... You ever got kicked in the coccyx? Or you fell on your coccyx? Thank you for... Yeah, below the sacrum. As a man, you get kicked right in the coccyx or right in between the coccyx and the sacrum. You'd be like, oh! Tell them to kick you right there. When you say you're going to remarry this broad, tell them to kick you right there. And then you're going to remember, oh, shit, god dang. I fell on my coccyx going uh, snowboarding. Man, I was limping for, I couldn't even sit down. I was streaming back then. I, if you go back to my old streams, I was telling you, man, I fell on my ass at Mount High. Not the best resort. But I went down. I was halfway to Big Bear. I was like, I'll stop off at Mountain High. Fell on my coccyx. And I was sensitive for six months. <laughs> All right, snowboarding. I thought I was out there. Let me do some white people shit. Went out there. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, anyway, let me see here. 
Leonard says, Coach, the most important lesson you solidify for me is no hope strategy. Solution comes from inside, not an external source. Gain control and steer your ship, gang. And he says, and be careful who you let on board. This is your life. This is your vessel. Let's get to these cash apps and Venmos. Um, everything has to come from inside, mostly everything. I know it's a, not the best way to live. You're turning off many emotions. But Deion Sanders said this. I want you to write this down. Deion Sanders said this. He said some great things. He says, my emotions are not qualified or have the qualifications to make life decisions. That's something like that. Deion Sanders, Neon Deion. I'm going to get it right. Sanders, my emotions, let me see if I can get it right, are not qualified. Let me see if I can see, are not qualified. Uh, let's see here. Something like that. He says something like that. I saw it in the short video that he had there. My emotions do not are not qualified to make decisions for me. Come on, man. All right, but I get it from men who haven't been there. Shout out to Miller. He says, grateful for your consistency and guidance, coach. Thank you, Miller. All right, let's get over to Venmo, and we'll do Venmo and uh, Super Chat simultaneously. You make decisions with your emotion, it's going to be a mess. Doesn't mean emotion should be absent of emotions. But when you, you know, never make a decision when, never make a decision when you're happy, Never make a promise when you're happy. Never make a permanent decision when you're angry. Right? That's the life to live by. He had that quote in his office on the back wall, so you watched the same video I did. All right. Macaroni Tony, coach, you got me laughing over here. Shun, just say brolic or burly. He says, stop calling yourself thick. All right. <laughs> Here it is. My emotions are not qualified to make decisions, but I am qualified to prime be spitting facts and truth, though. Yes, my emotions are no qualified, not qualified to make decisions, but I am qualified to listen to that. That's really some man shit right there. And that's coming from Dion, which sometimes, you know. OK, we got to get on Candake. Why do I have to say your name like that? Coach using Clark Gable lines from Gone with the Wind. Frankly, my dear, you like that, man. Hey, man, uh, you guys got to know how to talk to these women today. Rational Rationality says 300 pound 304 belongs in the ice cream cone. Price is wrong. <laughs> Albert Ingram, another thing is that, uh, oh, I already got all of those. Shout out to Blue Chip Patriarch. Drove past a billboard that said women retire with 30% less income and retire in an equally Inequally or unequally, I just shook my head. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Whose fault is that? This is crazy, man. Adolf Caesar says it's easier to fool a person than it is to show them how they were fooled. The ego of a motherfucker. <laughs> the ego is an mf -er. It's easier to fool a person than to show them how they are fooled. Yep. Henry Resilient, men stop lying when you have court docs out there. Henry Resilient is the investigator. All right. Force India, happy new year, coach. Let's get to work. Yes, I've been getting to work. If you've been following my other channels, I've been dropping content on them. And this is just the beginning. All right. My hands are free. Shout out to the coach gang. And remember, they don't want to be saved. Not at all. They don't want to be saved. 
CGA Scenes says real estate people claim that they're rich from home equity. This makes me feel like a loser for renting, like I'm a failure at life for not having real estate. Makes me really depressed. You say different. It's all perspective, guys. I know, man. One thing about real estate is people lie. It's the one of the biggest lying professions next to being married and happy. These people be lying their ass off. Some people make money. They they time the market, the market works. Most people say their house is worth and they made, I made $300,000 on my house. The price has gone up. You didn't make shit if you didn't sell it. That's all on paper. If you hold it, guess what? You hold a property and there's a bad economic downturn. You lost it. You didn't make shit. By the way, if you sold it at a profit, you still didn't make that much as profit with sweat equity and time and money that you invested in the property. There's a lot of lying. People, it's like gamblers. It's like gamblers. Gamblers say I went to Vegas and I made 7,500 bucks. But over the year, if you look at their gamblings, they lost money. How did you make the money? Um, people have to understand real estate is not just homes. You can own real estate in a variety of different ways and come out clean and clear. But people lie. People lie when it comes to real estate specifically. Most of them won't tell you they has got an adjustable more, uh, rate mortgage adjustable rate mortgage and they was getting their ass kicked and they got out of there at the right time and they sold for $150,000 more than they bought, but they got their ass kicked. They were paying high interest rates. They had a second mortgage that they took out to pay credit cards and they put a pool in the back and that shit didn't, there's a whole bunch of shit going on, man. They lie their ass off in real estate. Some of the biggest liars are in real estate business and people who own real estate. You can own land, you can own industrial complexes, commercial land strips, you can own real estate investment trusts, there's a whole bunch of ways you can get into real estate. And if you feel bad, go buy a house. Most of the time you go feel bad too. There's not, grass is not greener on the other side. Anyway. All right, shout out to uh, Crypto Keeper says, men and women appreciate your work and how articulate everything is, coach. He says, based on the poll on locals, there are people willing to provide testimony. All right, shout out to them. Well, maybe, maybe they can go to my Facebook account and get all those people who snipe my page, right? They was out there going ham on me in the comment section. So, but I appreciate that. I, I saw there was a poll, but I didn't have time to read it. So I'm going to check it out later today. Um, anyway, I think I got all the super chats. Let me see if I skipped anyone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't skip anyone. I got everybody. So I want to thank you for the contributions. Thank you for the support. We're going to be back later. What do we got on the target? Kai Sinat. Very, very, very troubling story there. Again. His association with a woman, guys. Uh, um, when you associate with women, read the woman, the snake. I'm oh, sorry, read the poem, the snake and the scorpion and the frog. Okay, read the scorpion and the frog, and read the poem, the snake, and then you'll realize that dealing with them has consequences. Dealing with them has consequences, even if you just have a slight association. Somehow you get drugged into the bullshit. If you're not prepared for that, you're gonna get an L. There's no longer we could just stand on top of them with some masculine frame shit. You got to be on top of your shit. Shout out to the coach game. Somebody says it's, it's nature, man. Nature is a summer. Bitch. Shout out to the coach game. We out. Peace. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to fucking game. No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No, I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to.
gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses as I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe.